Last Time in the Footfalls of Giants. So, you know, we started this whole horrible adventure with that ominous message, knowledge and logic are dead. They're having a concern that the knowledge in this particular instance might actually refer to Ogma, the god of knowledge, which, if that's the case, is really, really bad. It looks like you found the cafeteria. You hear one thwack, and then you hear another, and then another. That's not ideal. As these different types of slimes fall from the ceiling and congeal on the tile around you. Oh no. And how come there's four? So, uh, fun fact. Yeah. Zelias just did a total of 220 damage that round. Motherfucker! Wow. Wow. That is 42 acid damage. Alright, she's she's down to zero. She drops. I guess we'll check the one to the uh, south there that we haven't looked at yet. So these double doors also have glass on them. This is the emergency ward. Okay. Any zombies? What you see out of the corner of your eye looks like a corpse pile. You know what? Let's just lock that door. Let's go take care of the nasty, horrible blood room. Um, maybe we'll come back to this room for funsies later. Maybe we won't. Bitch, you start to look around and you realize that there is a shape laying on the couch. Has it noticed us? Galva. Yeah? I think you hit a button just to see if it works. Yes. And it starts immediately blasting a song. Dance, dance, revolution! That form on the couch sits bolt upright. For a brief moment, you miss a couple of steps because you feel like the vengeful glare strikes you and you feel your movements become sluggish. And you know this feeling, it's paralysis. But you shrug it off with your willpower and you power through a dab a large bone white holographic skull glaring down upon you and it addresses the four of you directly and it says welcome to my laboratory you will not be leaving this station alive <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We are the Slayrites. As always, I am Ant, your humble DM, and uh, joining me are the rest of the Slayrites. We've got Hillary, Scott, Teresa, and Holland. This is session 33 of In the Footfalls of Giants. So currently, you guys are in this massive atrium. At the far end, there is the corrupted holographic skull that is addressing you. It's not like addressing... The area. This is the first time anything like this has directly addressed you guys. But beyond that, it doesn't seem like it's responsive. It seems like it might be running on a bit of a loop. This is in between two large double helix sculptures, and there is a blood trail that leads from the elevator down the center pathway of the atrium to a large back door. All right. Well, I'm tank, so I'm stepping out of this elevator first. And you die. Okay. How are we all feeling? You guys have all just got confronted by this holographic skull. Where are your brain meats at? Where's your headspace at? Let's go around the table. Brain meats? Yeah, your brain meats, your thinky thoughts. Hand on sword. I think that's about where Galva's brain is at. Okay. Like, this looks like an Andros-style boss fight getting started. Like Yes! <laughs> uh, actually, I think the giant holographic, like, bad guy uh-huh. is the least creepy thing to happen so far. As far as he's concerned. So he's looking pretty ready. He's looking pretty into it. 
He looks like he has not been terrified for the past several hours. 44 hours, 48 Co- hours. Like a couple days. A long time, However yeah. long we've been in here, he looks the most alive he's looked in, in, in quite some time. Also, that you bring up, I think you guys have been on this station for like two days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of long rests. <laughs> You've needed a lot of long rests. Yes, we've needed them. Yeah, we have. So yeah, now Zelias looks like he's ready to go fist fight this this hologram. He's like, "Fuck yes, finally a thing that's not a ghost or a okay. skeleton or a zombie." <laughs> and technically, it's a skeleton. You're a machine. A machine? I can kill those easy. He didn't mistake this hologram for a ghost this time. Well, he's not stupid. Well, I mean, he that's had that subjective. problem with Moot though. Moot is an asshole. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not. Wow. This guy's a piece of shit. Moot's oh, just okay. an asshole. He looks like an asshole. Like... He looks ready to fight this asshole ghost. Well, not a ghost. Hologram. Hologram. All right. So, uh, Aylin Finch, where are you guys at? Where are your thinky thoughts at? Um, I think Finch is actually a little annoyed. Uh-huh. Like, we've stepped out of this elevator and walked into just, like, a big, fat literary cliche. They're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I love Finch. Honestly, Ao's thoughts are in the exact same space. Mm-hmm. Just in, in her head, she's like mentally mashing the A button to just skip, 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 <laughs> skip, 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 skip the dialogue. Skip the stupid. <laughs> oh boy. All right, no, I like this. All right, so you guys step off the elevator. The elevator doors close behind you. What would you like to do? Well, Ant, describe the scene. I did. There's a big layer. The blood. I did that before. I wasn't listening. I was obviously doing something more important. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. All right. You are in a large atrium. The lights are cut out, save for the emergency lights, which are flashing yellow. There is a path in front of you lined by long dead shrubbery, which a dried blood stain leading from the elevator passes down this sort of center walkway underneath the floating hologram to a set of double doors in the back. Neat. Aside from that, there's nothing really of note. You see large beams on either side to your left and right that are holding up the hospital above you. You're in a, in a sub-basement, and flanking the elevator behind you are two statues of Oakma. Okay. So, the skull welcomed us. Is he saying anything else, or is he just staring at us like Is he just waiting out? for us to reply? No, he's, he's just kind of floating there, glitching out. It looks like, if anything, this is probably going to be, like, on a loop. Something has corrupted the system. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, then I'm even less impressed. I say we follow the blood trail to the door. Yeah, let's go to the blood trail. Fuck yeah. it. We're okay. going to go. All right. And do I get eaten by the skeleton? No. Can we, like, get a look at what's going on with this hologram? Like, or is it just in the air? Actually, yeah. Can we just investigate this real quick? Well, since sure. we're walking right by it. Fuck it. So there is a large, it looks like a large disc set into the floor that is projecting this hologram. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And the way the hologram works is as you guys move, actually, do you guys want to roll technology? Sure. 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 Fuck it. Playing the dice rolling game. Let's roll oh, some I dice. Oh, I sure don't give a shit, though. Uh, 21 technology. Okay. <laughs> Nine. I got a four. Zelai is just ready to get out of this room. Zelai, this might as well be magic. He did walk past it, and he is waiting at the door. I rolled okay. a 23. Okay. Oh, it good. is magic. It made all his fucks disappear. <laughs> <laughs> and Galva, what'd you get? A nine? Nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like Zelias and Galva, it's just sort of like, eh, it's not as impressive as you thought. You're quickly losing interest. Finch and Ao, what you can kind of garner from this, it looks like whatever this was, 
this was originally supposed to be a hologram of Ogma. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it was supposed to operate as a sort of directory slash messaging system that it would recognize people coming into the research facility. So it's kind of like a receptionist. Okay. Using the voice and guise of Ogma. But whatever has currently hijacked it has corrupted it to the point where the old visage of Ogma is just a garbled missing no type mess. And superimposed over it is this large skull, which does look like Miracle's skull. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the skull of Miracle's uh, emblem. Yeah. It does have motion tracking, so as you guys move, it does, like, turn its head to follow you. Oh, cute. But it doesn't seem to do much else. It doesn't say welcome to die again. Hey, real quick. So you said that this thing is being projected from a point in the floor? Yes, there's a large glass-like disc set into the floor. Exactly how large is this lens? (laughs) I have Um, a bad feeling about this. I have a great feeling. So it is a series of lenses. The whole contraption is, I'm going to say, five feet in diameter. Hmm. Big lens. Mm-hmm. I have a question out of character. Uh-huh. How similar is this to the Denier thing that we encountered on a previous adventure? The AI Denier, or the, the backup Denier? The projection of Denier? Yeah. Similar technology. Okay. This is much bigger. And not as good of a conversationalist because of reasons. Right. Yeah. Okay, follow-up question. Those planner boxes that are nearby, are they, like, part of the floor? Are they just sitting there? They're concrete built into the floor. Okay. Scott, what are you trying to do? (laughs) Oh, we'll see. Either you want to break this or you want to take it. I can't tell (laughs) how either one would go. No, I just wanted to be petty. Okay. I mean, if you want to break it, Galva can just step on it. Is there any dirt in that planet box? Oh, yeah, plenty. Okay. Can I just cover the lenses with dirt? <laughs> y- yes. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> this is very odd, but okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. It just doesn't like the look of the skull following her, so she's just going to cover the lenses with dirt. You know what? Fair. It is creepy. <laughs> Ayo, you're like a cat. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me. Fuck <laughs> you. Exactly. All right. So, Ayo, you go over to one of the planter boxes, and I think you just rip up a bunch of the dead plants. Mm-hmm. You scoop up some loose soil, and you fly over and just plop it down. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the projection gets kind of garbled because light isn't passing through it, through the dirt. Okay, I'm done. Let's go. <laughs> All right. What? Why did you do that exactly? Yeah, why not? It was looking at me funny. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. That's... It was. Um, Captain, do you want me to... Oh, yeah, the door. Um, mm. if you don't mind. Alright, yeah. Galva's going to step up to the bloody door. Mm-hmm. And is it locked? How does it open? Can she peek through? It is currently locked and there is a, a key card reader to the right of the door. Alright. Which key card? Who's holding what key cards? I'm, I'm pretty sure Galva was holding the key cards and she's the one opening doors. That makes sense. Yeah. Alright. Then she is going to try the highest authority key card. The one that you used on the elevator? That's the one. Yeah. You swipe it, you hear a bing, and the door slides open. Okay. Yay. And, oh, I mean, I guess if it slides open, she can't really just peek. Nope. You're right. It's open. So the door oh. slides open, and there is a corridor going from 
to you guys left to right. Let me reveal on the map my secrets. Oh, good. More hallways. Oh, just one. Oh. So far. And I love this place, but there's so much shit. I'm sorry. How dare you. Give us such an expansive world to explore. I know, right? So as you step into the hallway, to your right, the hallway bends around. There is a door to the right. It looks like a very heavily reinforced door. To the left, which is actually the direction that the blood trail leads, it winds down the hallway. The hallway bends around to the left there. And that's about as far as you can see right now. Nice. Well, actually, I should, because it, it is lit down at the corner. The emergency lights are still on. And that's a wall. Yeah. And a grate. A vent. Well, you, you can't see the vent from where you're at right now. Well, if you go down that way, I'll explain it more. Oh, okay. Is but, it in the floor, the ceiling? I guess you'll explain it more when we get there. You're right. Listen, is, I don't is, listen to you. Is this is this <laughs> Among Us? I, I have heard there's vents in Among Us. I've never played it. <laughs> I've never played it. I've only heard. I've never actually played it. Okay. Okay, so which way would you guys like to go? Well, I would like to go up. To the right. Yeah, our modus operandi so far is to go everywhere but the blood first. Pretty much. Yeah. I yeah. like exploring. Okay. First thought, I want to peek around this wall. All right, so you go to the right, and you peek your head around the, the hallway, and it looks like on this hallway, it is pretty empty, but along the wall to the left, you see what look like windows. Uh, okay. Yeah, you see windows like all along this wall. Is that the reinforced door you were talking about? That is a reinforced door, yes. Okay. Galvin wants to take a closer look at it, see how it's reinforced. So it looks like this is a sealed door in terms of, um, like you would see like in a clean room in a laboratory. Mm -hmm. There's no window mm. on this door and there is a key card reader to the right. That's where they built the T-virus. She's going to listen at the door just to see if it sounds like there's more zombies on the other side of this. Roll me perception. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a nat one, so five. <laughs> In oh, fact, she beats no. her head against the door. <laughs> you hear your own heartbeat thrumming in your ears. Okay, she's gonna step away from that door. I'll give it a listen. I might as well. Yeah, I'll listen too. Let's give it a listen. Let's put our little heads up by the door and see what we hear. <laughs> the door slams open and crushes our heads. We die. We die. Instantly. I got a 14. I got a 19. So, you guys hear that sort of dull hum from fluorescent lights and a lot of electricity running through the walls. The stuff in there is being powered. Okay. But aside from the buzzing of electricity, you don't hear much else. Mm. Uh, would I be able to go up here and like peek through one of the windows? Sure. Absolutely. Roll me perception. Okay. Plus 8 is 25. Okay. And you don't... Do you have dark vision? I do not. Okay. Ayo, you go up to the glass. You kind of put your face up to it because of the... Uh, the reflection of the yellow emergency lights kind of makes it hard to see in this dark room. Mm -hmm. So you kind of do that thing where you put your hands up against the glass to shield from any extra light. Yeah. And what you look in there and you see what looks to be a very overgrown greenhouse. You also oh. see some of that red ectoplasm icor like on the floor. Mm -hmm. But these plants somehow are not dead. Huh. Ghost plants. Ghost plants. Ghost plants. Do we want to try one of the key cards on this door or go uncover everything else in the hallway first? I'd say let's peek into these windows. Okay. Okay. Let's go window peeking. 
Yeah. I will peek down here, Ant. Okay. This greenhouse does continue on. Zelias, you have dark vision, right? I am an elf. That is correct. Okay. So you're able to see a little bit more. Okay. Oh, I didn't have to roll for it or anything. Nah. Okay. I can see further out. It looks like there are at least three rows of plants. Yes. Uh, with goop, bloody goop, ectoplasm. Yep. There's patches of that red ichor ectoplasm sprawled throughout sure. the greenhouse, but... The red ecto-cooler. But everything is uh, surprisingly verdant. Cool. Uh, since we're here, Ant, I would like to uncover just this last area since uh, I might as well. So what's the lighting like in there? The lights are off. And the plants are doing beautiful anyway. And the plants are somehow still alive. Uh, fuck photosynthesis. We're in space. I mean, maybe they're like underdark plants. Yeah, uh, they grow some stuff. Aren't underdark plants mostly mushrooms? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe these are very fancy mushrooms. You don't know. All right. It's a greenhouse. Yeah. Galva's just been standing watch just because there's no doors here. Nothing she needs to open. So actually, Zelias, I do want you to roll me perception real quick. Oh, all right. Plop. That is a 19 plus four. Okay. 20 something. Three. So as you kind of run around peeking in using your superior elf eyes. Mm-hmm. In the overgrowth, you do see a enormous-looking pod around right here. A pod? Yes. As in? Like a plant pod. Okay. We're getting a little shop of horrors up in here. Yeah, I mean... Is it that big? I don't know. It's big. Ooh. It's dummy thick. <laughs> no, we didn't bring any weed killer. Let's leave this door alone. <laughs> I'm gonna for sure, like, point out to everybody, but Finch is, like, the science. So I'll bring them over and I'll be like, I don't know if you can see that because you got normal eyeballs, right? Yes, they're very normal. Oh, oh, I've drawn a line. Hang on. <laughs> How do I get rid of that? Captain, why are you vandalizing the facility? Oh. Well, I suppose it doesn't matter. It's ruined anyway. Oh, thank you. Sorry. I, I, I drew a line. Oh, Hold no. on. <laughs> anyway. Who uh, gives yes. Elias a Sharpie? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to bring Finch over to the, the pod zone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can see that over there. It looks like a big, big something or other, isn't it? Like a pea pod? Like for peas? Or is it is it shaped more like a... Can Finch see it? I need a perception roll from Finch. Since he's pointing it out to them? With advantage. Okay. I think Zelias is trying to, like, do the shape with his hands. Like, it's big and it's round. And it looks like people come out of it. Are we talking about, like, a pea pod or, like, a cocoon a la cell? Like, what are we talking about here? We'll see. Well, with advantage, I rolled an 11. Uh, you can kind of make out the silhouette. I, I sort of think I see what you're talking about. Yeah, it's that big thing right in the middle. Yes, it's it's quite large and pod-shaped. It looks like the bulb of a flower, but gargantuan. Okay, like one of those corpse flowers. They smell like dead bodies. Um, not as long. I wish it was one of those, that'd be great. This was a little bit more, like, tulip bulb-shaped. Sure, sure. And things like, she's like, uh, what, what's the odds of something fucking weird coming out of that? Or maybe it's just like a plant that we don't need to deal with. Well, um, considering where we are, the plants in there look very healthy, which is odd, considering the presence of all of that horrible ectoplasm. That and it's been well, a couple hundred years at least since yes. this place like, died. And so... it's pretty dark in there. So what are the plants? Where are they getting their nutrients? The trees are haunted. Oh, they're getting their nutrients from dead bodies. Hey, human composting. 
Yes, it's, That'd it's be the you most environmentally friendly way to do it. It certainly um, is. To answer your question, Captain, I, I would say that there's probably a very high chance that something is going to come out of that pod. All right, so maybe the idea of going in there for any reason is um bad. You would agree? I agree, yes. All right, perfect. At this point, I don't see any reason to go in there whatsoever. I agree. Let's never go in there. So we're not going to try going through this door? I don't want to. I don't think it's a good idea. Why don't we explore other avenues? All right, then I suppose it's back to following the trail of blood. So was this, um, this door that we were listening at earlier? That's not attached to the greenhouse, right? You can't tell. The, uh, so where you were looking at uh, around here? Yeah. It bends around over this way. Okay. But also, this is the only door that's in this area, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you haven't gone near the blood either, so. I mean, on this side of the on this side North. of the map, yeah. Oh, yes, correct. Okay. I mean, we can peek in and just, just not go into the greenhouse zone in case there's, like, money or, like, loot. Captain, do you want to look in? Uh, you know, it doesn't hurt to check. Um, we did hear some electronic-y sounds, but no zombies. Just some buzzing fluorescent lights. You know, like computers. Mm. All right. Galva shuffles through the keycard deck, pulls out the one she just used before, and gives it a swipe. The triple triad theme starts playing. <laughs> so the lock beeps, and uh, you hear a click as the locking mechanism disengages. But it doesn't open on its own? It does not. Oh. All right. Then Galva's going to slide it slowly, see if she can just open it part of the way. Okay. Roll me perception. Okay. Roll that with guidance. Ah, thank you. Finch thank reaches you. out, puts a comforting hand on your shoulder. Says, do a good job. Yep. Oh, shit. That's a very good guidance. Um, that's 21 total. So you peek in, mm -hmm. and this looks to be like a sort of dressing room where you can get some PPE, like hazmat suits. And across the room is another very fortified looking door. Ooh, hazmat. So there are a series of suits lining the wall, four to the right and two straight ahead. Unfortunately, Galva, it does not look like any of these will fit you in any capacity. Yeah, I didn't think so. Are there little AO-sized ones? Uh, oh, yeah, AO too. Does, I mean, <laughs> maybe three AOs in a hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't look like they're in very good condition. Like, just from age, they do not seem like they would be particularly uh, contaminant-free. I cast Mending. <laughs> okay. Actually, go ahead. I do that. It just happens. You fix one of the suits completely. No, I did. I mean, mending is you fix damage, right? Yeah. Well, it's a cantrip, and I think we play pretty fast and loose with it. Yeah. If we haven't really... Yeah. If you really, really, really want one of those hazmat suits, Elias, I will allow you to cast mending enough to fix one. I do that. All right, you completely restore a hazmat suit. Hey, Doc, do you want one too? Because you also can mending. I don't particularly want a hazmat suit. Uh do you want to go in there? All right, well, I was just going to put uh, it on for a minute and then go in there we... and see what's up. Really? You were just going to go on in with the ghost plants, all right. I'm going to... Oh, that's not the ghost plant room. It just goes straight back. The ghost plants are on that side. And I point <laughs> in the direction of the ghost plants. So while uh, they're doing that... Okay. I rolled a 14 to investigate the lockers for anything else of interest. I was going to be investigating these lockers, too. Let me see if I find anything as well. Okay. Ooh. I rolled a 19. So you see some old clothes 
Mm-hmm. It looks like people, some of these people had changed so that they were in the clean room in the lab. And between the two of you, Ao and Galva combined, you managed to scrounge together 370 credits. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Aside from that, though, it's just general clothing and nothing else really. Does Ao want to pocket those or is she cool with those just going into the slush fund? Uh, just put it into the slush fund. Okay. So there is that one other door across the way. Yeah, I'm standing in front of it. I'm getting ready to put this hazmat suit on. I want to go in. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you putting the hazmat suit on? I mean, I'm going to smell it first. <laughs> <laughs> I just fixed it. I want to make sure there's nothing nasty in it. Captain, I really don't think that's a good idea. Only you and I can go in there wearing these suits. Yeah, I know. We shouldn't split up. We're not splitting up. Much? We shouldn't split up much. We shouldn't split up at all. Uh, come um... on, it's like the first place I haven't seen a zombie. I'm getting antsy. I want to do something. Captain, you know, that's like the thing they say in horror movies right before the big bad zombie pops up and eats that person who said, there's no zombies here, just eats their eyes straight out of their sockets. That's all right, because in horror movies, they can't cast fireball now, can they? No. The answer to that is no, they can't. I still think it's a bad idea. Oh, it definitely is. Then why are you doing it? It's me. Can you give us a signal if you need help? Yeah. It'll be like, ah, I'm dying. That'll be the signal right there. <laughs> All right. I mean, Zelaya, so you just you just going on in? He's just standing there. I mean, Galva does have the right. key card. He, wa- he wants Finch to go too, but Finch doesn't want to. Finch is a bitch. Finch does not want to go. They think it's a very bad idea. It's a really bad idea. It's a very but, bad idea. But he made us this map, and I want to uncover all of it. Galva is holding the card and looking concerned. Yeah, you know, just, uh, just uh, open it, like, real quick. I'll just peek in. I'm like, what's the worst going to happen? Oh my god, why did you say that out loud? Go outside, then. Finch leaves the room. Yes, yes! <laughs> no, they don't. Oh my, oh my, I was going to say, oh my god, Callie is bluff. Let's do this, come on! <laughs> <laughs> all right, Galva will swipe the key card. She's going to be watching, like, all, the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Zelaya okay. does literally just peek in. If it opens the same way as the uh, first door. As in, not like a Star Trek door. You hear this lock disengage. But it's still, uh, the door is still closed. Is it like an open door? Like, we have to turn a thing and it opens? Like, in real life? Yes. Okay. I want to crack it just a wee wee bit. Okay. And then peek with my good elf eyes. And just peek. Okay. It looks like it's a decontamination room. Okay. But you don't see anything else in there. No, it's a boring room. I mean, you can uncover it now that I've cracked it with my elf eyes. All right, well, are you going in? I'm peeking. Okay, so... I peeked. You see a little bit. Okay. I don't see a lot. It's just a little bit of... There's like a square. So the decontamination room, from what you can see, is... uh, It's like the fart gas in the corner. It's just a... (laughs) It's just a plain room. It looks like, though... On the floor, it is a series of grates that after the decontamination, like the spray goes, the grate slats open to drain it. Neat. There's nothing in there. And I want to uncover all of your map, but everyone else is a big baby, so... Oh, well, you're not a big baby. Why don't you go in? I'm a big, strong man, but... (laughs) You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to... I've got this... I've made this suit. I've fixed it. Okay. I'm going to leave it here. You're going to leave the hazmat suit. I'm going to say, all right, I won't go in the room, the scary, bad, spooky room all by myself, okay? We can go follow the scary, horrible blood trail instead. Galva's looking at the rest of the group like... Weirdly, that does sound like the better idea. Following the blood uh, trail, that is. Yeah, let's go. I do have 
one suggestion. Mm-hmm. Galva looks at the suit and holds out the bag of holding. I throw it in. Now we have that. You know what? I grab another one. I throw it in, too. We can fix it later. Okay. We have those now. And All right. Go ahead and add one complete hazmat suit and one worn down hazmat suit to your inventory. I'm just putting that on the booty page just because I can. Sweet. <laughs> Fucking guys. <laughs> hey. I want to do it, but everyone else doesn't. No, I know you do. So we're just going to leave. Since when do you listen to anybody, though? Listen, to be fair, this is still the haunted space station. (laughs) And when they were like, only two of us can go in, Zelias decided, hmm, no, that's bad, because I can't take the two terrifying women with me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, see, the thing is, if, if there were enough PPE for everybody to safely, you know, suit up, it would be a different story. Like, in character yeah. for Finch, but because oh, it, for sure. it's literally not enough, they're like, no. Yeah. could see if one of the helmets fits Galva. That's probably all she no, needs. No, it's not good enough. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, you'll have to go back there anyway, so. Oh, thank God. I want to go. You will. I want to explore. You'll have to make a choice. All right. Uh, so, so as you puss out and walk back down the hallway. Hey, it's not pussing out if we're coming back, remember? Uh, you just said. You follow the blood streak and you find... At the corner of the hallway where it bends around, there is a grate in the floor that has been pushed askew. And the blood trail seems to lead through it, not only leading from it, it looks like whatever went through it went back and forth a couple of times. Nice. Whatever went through the grate? Yeah. How big is this grate? Enough for, I would say, a child to get through. Okay. Yeah, go in the grate, no. Yeah, like a giant-sized child or like an AO-sized child? Uh, like an AO-sized child. Okay, so Ao's gonna go on an adventure by herself later. <laughs> I right. mean, or we can just be a dick and cover it somehow. I sit on it. Like, what do we no! have? <laughs> I have nothing to cover it with. Did we leave those solar panels from the first giant place in the bag of holding? Oh my god, you guys. I think they're on the ship. Okay, never mind. The DDR machine. Put it on top. No! Wait. Oh my god, you guys. Hey, Ant, fuck your grate. Hey, remember that chair? We have a chair. Have I broken you guys this much? Do you really think something's going to explode from that grate? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. That's where the blood trail goes, Aunt. I mean, oh wait, no, we broke the chair into pieces. Yeah, you can just put the seat in the, on the grate. <laughs> okay, and if something rattles it, we can at least hear it and then be prepared to kill it. Okay, before we do that, though, I do want to kind of peek in and see like if it leads anywhere. Okay. This grate is in the floor, right? Yes. Okay. So, Ayo, roll me perception. Okay, that is 14 plus 8 is 22. I'm also, since you are kind of like around the grate, I'm going to cover the next bit of hallway here for you. Okay, so there's a couple different branching blood trails. Yes. I'm intrigued. Okay, so uh, what did you roll, Ayo? I'm sorry. 22. Twenty-two. Ayo, I think you could actually... The grate doesn't go too deep. You could kind of flutter down a little bit. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's part of a ventilation system. As you get in, though, you can't go very far because you realize that that blood-red ectoplasm-like icor has just completely overgrown in the vent. It's like it's completely almost bursting with this stuff. You can't pass through it. Mm-hmm. I have a question for when Ayo's out of the vent. Yeah, so it will come back out of the vent. I don't see anything in there except a lot of uh, red mossy stuff. Ew. Mm. 
Oh, more of that ectoplasm. That's the word. All right. So you said that the grate was askew. Is there anything that would normally secure it? Like screws or anything? Yes. Uh, <laughs> normally it, it would be bolted down. Okay. Are the bolts still anywhere near here? No, they have been ripped out. Damn it. All <laughs> You're right. just going to screw them back in place. Yeah. That would be a great idea if there were bolts here. Can you weld it back in place? I don't think I keep a welding torch in my toolkit. I have fireball. Could someone with a fire cantrip perhaps do a little welding? <laughs> yeah, I've got fire bolt if it'll heat up the metal that much. I mean, with repeated applications, I imagine it would. Yeah, just fire. sit around and let me fucking <laughs> yeah. do that for All an right. hour. Well, let me see what I've got. I also have, I don't know if mending would know because nothing's broken. Yeah, it's just missing. What if I shoot firebolt at the I the icor? I've never done that. I haven't attacked the snot directly. Um, I mean, do you want to? I'm gonna first ask Finch if it's a good idea. You're gonna have to go in there a little bit to really get to it. I'll just drop it down in there. I'll just let the fire go. I'll just make a big one. Why don't we um, finish exploring all of our options before setting things on fire? You take the fun out of everything. I'm, I'm sorry? Are you having fun right now? <laughs> Let's go to the bloody girls' doors. That's what I just said. I just, I realized something. Out of character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have sovereign glue. We do, but would you, <laughs> do we want to waste it on this? Not That's really. That's true. I just, real quick, Zelias, can you, can you roll me a future check here? Just roll me a d20. Oh, yeah. Um, 18. So you don't know how flammable that stuff is? You're right, I don't. But you do know that it is literally everywhere on this station. I do. So I think Zelias pauses for a moment, thinks about if this stuff is really flammable, it just smash cuts to literally the entire station on fire. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, if we can't leave, it kind of is. Captain, we're on that station. When we leave, I'll, I'll blow this fucker up. But <laughs> I mean, we could also next rest, do some science, get like yeah. a sample of it. Do a controlled burn. <laughs> That's why I said that he was going to ask Finch first. Because Finch is the smart one. And Finch said, no, don't. And Finch would have said, don't do it. That's stupid. And then you accused them of being a, a joy kill. I did. <laughs> All right. All right. They are my favorite doctor. Next door. Aww. Okay, so we're leaving the grate alone for now, but I do want to make sure the grate is as on top of it as possible. Just okay. so like, if anything comes out of it, we can hear it. Okay, that's fine. You could kind of get it over it. It is a little bent, but uh, you can slot it into the space enough. Oh, shit. I, I do have a welding torch. It's on the ship. I think we stole it from somewhere. Yeah, we stole it from the ruins on Creon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. That's okay. Next time. Mm. All right. Anyway, Gal was going to open this door and take a look. You're going to see that it's locked. All right. Is it key card locked or is it? It is key card locked. All right. She's going to swipe the card. All right. Beep. You are cleared to open. All right. She slides it open carefully. Okay. Uh, roll me stealth. Everybody or just Galva? Just Galva. Don't fuck up. Does this count as disadvantage for armor or is it just... You're just creaking a door open? You're just creaking the door. Okay. You're not moving, so no. Just roll me stealth. No disadvantage. That is a 14. Okay. I gotta make some rolls. <sighs> mm. We're gonna die. Yeah, we are. That's fine. Why didn't I put up Pass Without Trace again? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> what were we waiting for to start that? 
I don't recall. I think we just forgot that it existed. So Galva, mm-hmm. you open the door, and because of its old and rusted hinges, it creaks a little loudly, likely more loudly than you would have preferred. <laughs> and as you wince, you look through the crack of the door that you managed to open, and you see an eerie green light oh, no. not far from the door. And it takes a second for you to figure out what it is. A shambling zombie turns its head Mm -hmm. and lets out this loud guttural croak and just makes a mad dash for the door. Well, it closed. I close it. (laughs) Well, hold on once. Hold on a second. No, the door's closed. (laughs) All right. No, that's fine. We need reaction time, buddy. That's fine. No. Okay. So hold on. I'm going to just kind of show you a little bit of what you saw, and then we need. I need to make a move. Noah, move. <laughs> <laughs> Their vision is based off of movement. <laughs> Are they like the T-Rex? It's the zombie T-Rex. All right. Oh. Oh, I don't like that name. Hey. Oh, and zombie plague spreader one. <laughs> <laughs> so Galva, you snap the door closed quickly and you hear this thing hit the wall like full tilt like wham Ooh. and you hear it like scraping against the door mm-hmm. and i need everybody to roll me a constitution save okay okay all right all right i got a 24 i got a 23 got a 17 i got a 14 Okay, you all managed to save. <gasps> oh, yay! Yay. But you do take... So you guys take five poison damage. Okay. Okay. Just before the door closes, it belches out this noxious plume of green miasma that wafts through the crack right before you... Um... <laughs> crack. <laughs> right before you manage to shut it, and just that noxious spell is enough to make you guys woozy, but yeah, you all take five poison damage. Barf. I have this cool new cloak. I'm resistant to poison damage. I take half. <gasps> you take three. Woo. So the, the door is closed. Galvar, are you just kind of holding it to make sure that it stays closed? Yeah, she's holding it. Can we relock it? You know what? Yeah. Can we, like, re-engage the lock? You can. All right. She's going to re-engage the lock and turn to her team. Can it unlock it from inside? We'll find out. I guess so. So there is... The door is rattling as it's like the, the zombie is basically throwing its full weight against it. Nice. And then you hear, bang! Oh, he screamed bang? He screams bang. I've, I've been shot! <laughs> <laughs> no, Captain! Roll me perception. Oh, boy. I roll perception. I do poorly. Uh, 18 perception. Seven! I guess Galva's not going to consult with the team of how, how we're going to handle this. Well, it sounds like uh, we might not get a chance. Yeah. Zelias, with yep. a seven perception, you think you've been shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I myself for blood, like, oh, uh, not again. Everyone else, your attention snaps to the end of the hallway, where the other door bursts open, and two more zombie plague spreaders emerge. Oh, no. And we're going to be rolling for initiative. That's fine. I will roll my initiative. Oh, uh, Galva, come on. I got a four. I got a 22 initiative. You got an 18. All right. Wow, waste of a nat 20. 
Finch rolled the highest initiative because they knew exactly what was about to fucking happen. <laughs> also, I'm with a four initiative. I have to wonder if, like, after Zelias flinched, Gal was like, oh no, what happened to him? <laughs> Briefly distracted. <laughs> oh, I've been shot. Oh god, he got shot? <laughs> exactly. All right. So that we are kicking this off at the top of the order with Zelias. That's too bad. <laughs> I mean, too bad for these zombies. I'm going to get out from behind Galva. I'm probably going to... Oops. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot Fireball, of course, at our good friend Zombies, Plagues, Redder 1. No, 2 and 3, because 1 is in the room. Oh, just real quick. There is something I need to... Before you make your turn. Yep. I need you guys to continue at the start of your turn to make constitution saves. So, Zelias, I need another con save. Oh, okay. That's cool. Uh, 3 <laughs> plus 5. That's an eight. Three plus five? That's an eight. Okay. How much damage do I take? No, because of that noxious gas that the plague spreader spewed towards you guys before the door closed. Question. Yes. We put that necklace on Zelaya. God, he's just covered in bling. We gave him that necklace that um, uh, has like that fresh air necklace. Uh huh. Um, Yeah, what is the actual necklace of adaptation? Yes, that's the one. Let me read it. While wearing this necklace, you can breathe normally in any environment, and you have advantage on saving throws made against harmful gases and vapors, such as cloud kill and stinking cloud effects, inhaled poisons, and the breath weapons of some dragons. Okay. That sounds like this. This is technically an aura. Okay. All right, let me read the text. Yeah, okay. Viral aura. Any creature that starts its turn within 10 feet of the plague spreader must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is poisoned, and can't regain hit points until the end of its next turn. Okay. Oh, it's like chill touch, but the aura. Yeah. So, mm. what does that mean? Yeah. So this isn't real. This isn't necessarily breathing it in. I this started is just here because... on my turn, so it's within five feet. But he's inside of a room. We within the ten door. feet. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's because we're not practicing social distancing. Listen, it's twenty twenty two. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is because they are plague spreader zombies that this is sort of like a poison gas that makes sense so i i will let you roll with advantage okay so you rolled an eight the first one uh this one's a 20 plus oh, shit. five so 25 okay so on a successful save the creature is immune to this plague spreader's viral aura for 24 hours oh shit so okay wait we all made a save before this right but it says at the start of the turn we're in combat and also yeah. the thing I used was uh, a different, it was a different attack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, how did he attack? Um, wait, that doesn't make sense. The first thing I used was virulent miasma. So now that I'm starting my turn, what is it? This is viral aura. Okay. And it just has an aura on it because it's a gross zomber? Yes, this is a, a constant effect. Good. I'm just going to fireball the other two. Make me uh, two deck saves. Okay. Uh, this is for... Play spreader three. Mm-hmm. And that's a 20. That'll pass. Uh, and play spreader two is an 18. Uh, that also passes. Wow, flip zombies. Yeah, the hell? So you're going to take half damage. <laughs> they matrix flip out of the way. I think Zelias is so pissed off. <laughs> it's all really super cool. In life, they were a pair of gymnasts. I like this. Uh, let me roll some damage real quick. Okay, 42 divided by half, so... 21. That's the number. You take 21 damage each. And Zelias is so annoyed that they fucking dodged his good good fireballs. They, yeah, they both flipped out of the way. They were completely in sync. 
I mean, they still took damage. All right. Zelias, would you like to do anything else? Nah. Okay. I made them on fire. You did. I'm annoyed they didn't take the full damage, but I think I think he'll manage. Okay. Fidge, you're up. Okay, so I have to roll a con save because of the gas? Yes. Because of the zombie farts? The aura, yes. Oh. Well. Did our doctor just get the plague? That's an eight. Are you a plague doctor? I am now a plague doctor. That's okay. At least you look cool. You cannot regain hit points until the end of your next turn. Okay. Do they take damage or anything, or is that it? Nope, no, no damage. Oh, that's it. Okay. You're just, you're, just, you're just poisoned. That's fine. Oh, okay. Um, already. Well, Finch, you feel very, very sick. It's long space COVID. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh fuck. Space COVID. Finch lays down and dies. Oh my god. <laughs> they don't want to live anymore. What you guys get for not staying six feet apart? Hey, look. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It's an aura. It's not a gas attack. It's a lack of social distancing attack. Eh. <laughs> eh. Honestly, what we're facing in this space station, we probably should be wearing masks. It's, I'm just saying. It's magic. For sure, yeah. I did steal yeah. those suits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. You have a hazmat suit. I could have put that on. <laughs> could have put it on, yeah. We could have been wearing those, Finch, and we would have been immune. <laughs> Told you you should have made one. Oh, uh, well, I guess after we, maybe if we survive this encounter, we can fix the other one and, and put them on. Oh my god, that's so funny. I actually didn't think you were going to take those, but like in retrospect, man, that would have been awesome. We did if you take did. them and then we didn't use them, and now we're fucking I mean, idiots. put them on, I mean. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I figure we should just stash them away anyway, because I assume somewhere down the line, Scott will have a plan that depends on having one. Oh god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we should take all of them then, in that case. So, uh, question. Yes? How high are these walls? Um, I mean... I like this sort of question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess 10 to 12 feet? Uh, what's a, Like, it's a normal corridor. They're not super high. Okay, well, um, Finch is going to use their movement then to get out of the uh, zombies fart bubble. All right, <laughs> I know why that's a relevant question. And because they have this beautiful new goth cloak. A poncho. They now have a climbing speed equal to their walking speed and can move up, down, and across <laughs> vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings while leaving their hands free. Oh my god. Oh. So they just nope the fuck out up this wall. They just You are becoming creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like something straight out of a horror film. So, Alright, so Finn's just like, uh, oh, I'm dying. If anyone needs me, I'll be on the ceiling. I'll be up here, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they've they've put a little extra space between them and the zombies, but okay. um, that was just the movement. Now, for their action, <laughs> they're going to cast Guiding Bolt at Zombie Plague Spreader 3, because it's the closest one. Okay. Do I need to roll anything? No, this is, um, I'm going to roll a spell attack. I just need to get the okay. spell up here. Plus 7. Okay, well, does a 15 hit? Uh, it does. Yeah, okay. A flash of light streaks toward a creature of your choice within range. Make a ranged spell attack. On a hit, the target takes 4d6 radiant damage, and the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage, thanks to the mystical dim light glittering on the target until then. Goddamn, 46. Oh, that old joke. And... Well, that's a piddly 9 damage. Nine radiant damage. Alright, you light this sucker up. Literally, you can see him. He's twinkling. Oh, he looks so nice, like a Christmas zombie. All right. Is that your turn, Finch? 
going to hang out on the ceiling? Yeah, they're hanging out on the ceiling. Nice. All right. Plague Spreader 3 is going to move 30 feet. And, you know, it's just going to move the 30 feet and that's it. Oh, okay. Good job, buddy. That's all right. You got to come to me. I'm not coming over there. Ao, you're up. Okay. Well, my options are dive in, take whatever damage is inevitably going to come, and try to get rid of them quickly, or we could be cowards and potch out of them back here. I knew there was an or. God damn it. You do have advantage to hit. Mm-hmm. Yes. You do. The problem is I have like 15 different uses for the sovereign glue, but I only have one glue. <laughs> we need to get a dealer. A glue dealer? Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe Reese can hook us up. Reese is bound to know a guy. I don't know, what do you think? Should they just go in and start punching? Can you survive the stink fart? Probably. Yeah, you're probably good. It's a little riskier, but like getting and doing as much damage as possible just to make them dead quicker. Them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Prevent damage by killing what is doing the damage. Yeah. There you go. I may as well. I do have minor restoration prepared, and also I've got that amazing ointment that you can either apply dermally or swallow that will fix mm -hmm. all diseases. Oh. Yeah, so we'll go here. I'll need a deck save from the zombie. Okay. 17. Uh, that passes. Yeah, these are some flip zombies. So it doesn't take damage from that, but I still get to punch it. Alright, punch away. 20, 27, 21, and 17. Those all hit. Okay. But I am using uh, Darius's radiant damage ring. Okay. 15 plus 20 is 35. All right. It takes a lick and keeps on ticking. Now you said it. Um, the walls are like 10, 12 feet high, right? Yeah, like a normal corridor. Okay. Uh, I guess the question is, do I leave Zelias to fend for himself and hopefully Galva gets there in time, or do I stand there and eh, I'm be fine. a target? I've got that magic necklace that makes me not breathe fart gas, so... Okay, I fly up to the ceiling. There you go. <laughs> Pinch nail on the ceiling. Probably, like, a little bit back, too. Alright, is that your turn, A.O.? Yep, that is my turn. Okay. Uh, Blake Spreader 1. <laughs> he slowly slinks off. <laughs> he gives up. Stops slamming against the door that Galva is currently by. He's gonna go to the other door. He sure is. And that's its turn. Now it's Blake Spreader 2's turn, the one who had just stepped out. And you know what? That's going to be its turn. They're making great turns. I mean, they can't get to you. They can't sprint. Well, actually, can they? Hold on. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't say like they can't. All right. It's going to dash the 60 feet, and that'll be its turn. Galva, you are up. Okay. I assume I got to roll a thing since... No, actually, Place Runner 1 moved away from you, and Place Runner 2 is it's within 10 feet. You are not within 10 feet. Oh, shit. You are 15 feet, I believe. Well, still going to be next turn's problem, because I'm just going to get up in his face. Do it. Because that's the thing I do. That is the thing you do. And you do it so well. I'm going to use Giant Might to become large. Okay, you become large. The hallway can't contain you. I mean, Ooh. it can. Yep. Hey, why, why are you freaked out? This happens all the time. I'm not freaked out. That was a freaked out sound. I mean, I out of character think you're huge. Okay. Which makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I'm gonna attack. Alright. Really, Galva? Uh-oh. 
13 and 13. I rolled two fives. Both of those hit. Oh. Oh, shit. Awesome. And since she big, that's an extra d6. That is 24 damage total. All right. You slice into it and facet. Uh, you take a chunk of rotting flesh off of it, but it still seems unperturbed. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's her turn. She's going to stand here protectively in front of the captain. All right. Between the captain and the plague spreader, too. Okay. And speaking of the captain, it's your turn, Elias. I'm going to shoot some scorching rays over at Plague Zombie the third, the one up the hallway. Okay. PlayStation 3, got PlayStation it. 3 up the hallway. Whoops, I didn't mean to grab my little guy. I'm going to shoot him. Plus seven. Uh, my first roll's a 21. That hits. Plus seven. My second roll's a 26. Let me roll my last dice. Uh, that one misses. Wow, fucked up. Uh, 16 plus seven, so 23. That hits. Okay. The 26 just goes through him and hits the other one. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, because I'm shooting at number three over there. That makes sense, ain't you crazy? It burns through the wall and hits the, the first Pew! one that's still inside the room. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. All right, plus four. 28 damage to Plague Spreader 3. Okay. You scorch a clean hole right through his abdomen. That's good. But he is still up. I can see through him now, though, so it's fine. All right. Uh, I'm going yeah. to remain standing where I am because I don't want zombies to eat Finch, and I'm in front of Finch. Finch is on the ceiling. Finch is on the ceiling, but I'm yeah. gonna... Okay, well, you know what? Actually, in that case... Yeah. <laughs> I move behind Galva a little bit because <laughs> the zombies are coming this way and I don't like them. Good, that's where we want you. Yeah. All right, Finch, you're up okay. on the ceiling, but it's also your I'm turn. I'm up on the ceiling. Alrighty, let's see. Hmm, I guess I'll do another guiding bolt. Okay, on which one? I think on... Three. Okay. I feel like that one's taken the most damage between two and three. Well, hold on. Actually, I might have stripped. Elias, the one that you just uh, attacked, was that the one that was attacking Galva or the one that was... The one I attacked was the one that's down the hallway, Plague Spreader 3. Oh, okay. The one I furthest away. I got them confused. You're a oh, no. silly man. All right. So you did 28 damage. Hold on. That is I correct. This. All right. So actually, with that Scorching Ray, you actually... Uh, melt its head off oh cool no head yeah that's how i was looking at the numbers i'm like wait a minute didn't i i, I did screw that up i apologize that's okay. oh, no worries i killed your man you did okay well then i guess my target is uh ps2 yes and that's weirdly another 15 to hit uh that hits cool maybe i can get some better damage this time maybe really finch <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that's a no. Well, okay, that was better. So I rolled a total of 14 radiant damage this time. Yeah. Okay. Give Finch a break. They need some, like, Sudafed or something. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, they're, like, upside down on the ceiling, so I think that's helping their sinuses, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Making their aim a little funny, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, and again, that was a guiding bolt, so the next attack made against the zombie is made with advantage. advantage. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right, everybody, gang up on the last guy in the hallway. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's Finch's turn. Hope you liked it. It was good. That was a good turn. I love it. Thank you. Ayo, you're up. Okay. Uh, turn around. Punch him. 
<laughs> Does Zombie Two have a like an aura thing going? Oh yes. Uh, so yeah, I need a Constitution save. Okay. Not that I'm trying to get AO killed. It's just like remember. Yeah, that is an unnatural twenty. Yeah, you save. Okay. All right. First attack I'll make with advantage because of the guiding bolts. Thank you for guiding bolts. You're welcome. Uh, so instead of a nat one, that is instead an unnatural twenty. <laughs> Good guiding bolt. That hits. Don't have advantage, but that's okay. I'm working at a plus ten. Woohoo! Yeah, twenty, twenty, eighteen, and sixteen. Those all hit. Okay. Thirty-nine damage. Nice. Very nice. And that's with the radiant, right? Radiant, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you let loose a flurry of blows that you just hear bones shattering, and the zombie can't regenerate fast enough with the radiant damage. It just dissolves into muck. Ew. Snot. At Galva's feet. Hooray! <laughs> and you've destroyed it. Yay. Galva shakes her foot a bit to get make sure that it doesn't stay on her shoe. Yeah, yuck. Yeah. So, Galvo, actually, when you look down and you see this thing dissolve, it kind of, it ends up looking like that rust-colored Icor. Hmm. Don't like that. Ayo, would you like to do anything else? Uh, yeah, we're gonna move up just a little bit, and we're still staying near the ceiling. Okay. Because we know that there's gonna be more coming out of there, probably. That's it. That's my turn. Alright, so that is your turn. Um... Now I have an interesting dilemma. Yeah, your fucking zombie fucked off. Oh, he didn't fuck off. I know exactly where he is. Well, you know where he is. We assume he's just in that room, I guess. That seems like a, a you problem. I It's fine. I don't really care. Well, you know what? You know what? We're out of combat. Okay. You guys get to figure out how you get to deal with that out of combat. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that door right there is busted open, right? Oh, it's busted open. Okay, so I want to go over there uh, quiet like. And just uh -huh. kind of peek through. Roll me stealth, please. Okay. Is she still, like, at the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah, so she's probably, like, at the ceiling, like, peeking in from the top. Peek. Plus six, so that's 18. All right, so, Ao, you fly over and kind of upside down, like, turn yourself over so that you can look through the, uh, the top of the doorway. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, Plague <laughs> Zombie's right there. Is he aware of my presence? He is not looking at you now. So I think Ao looks to the rest of the group. Uh huh. Kind of quietly, like point points to the general direction of where the zombie is. Ah. Hmm. He's kind of like mouse. He's right there. Oh. Um. I suppose we should go kill him. I think we could crack that door open and get him from far away. Get him from behind. Galva's gonna throw down Pass Without Trace. It lasts an hour. We might as well have it up. Sure. I think I can shoot him from here. I mean, inside. Yes, no? Yeah. I mean... That was my suggestion. Do we want to just open that door and... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crack that fucker you... open. I'll, I'll fire... Well, I, maybe not fireball him, but I'll shoot him with fire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a key card. All right. Galva will reach over and swipe the key card real quick now that the Pass Without Trace is up. Okay. Ant, I am... I'm gonna sneak in, Ant. I'm gonna shoot him in his back. Okay, roll me stealth. Let me shoot you some stealth. And what does Pass Without Trace do? That adds 10? I believe it adds 10. Okay. Let me get the text up. 
On top of your yeah. regular number, I think. On top of my regular. Yeah. Plus 10 bonus to stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. Cool. Stealth. My stealth is plus 3, so that means a total of plus 13. Mm -hmm. uh, my total roll is a 21. Uh, okay, let me make a quick roll. Do a quick roll. Regardless, I'm sneaking in. Yeah, no. Nothing. Now, Ant, I see that you have not uncovered the whole map. Am I... I'm getting there. What do my elf eyes see? What would you do if I uncovered it and there were like 10 more zombies just right there? I would go back outside. <laughs> <laughs> and shut the door again. All looking right at you. I'd shit my pants, Ant. What do you think I would do? I'd fireball them all. Run outside, get behind Galva, say, go take care of that. Pretty much. You have a clear shot. Okay. I'm gonna fucking scorching earth this mick motherfucker. Okay. Um, he's gonna get hurt after I roll my dice to hurt him. Do it. Okay, let me do these and do some math for you. Say, while this is happening, Finch comes back down to the floor. They had a fun ceiling adventure. And now that you've already had your turn, that sick feeling uh, seems to have dissipated. You're feeling better, Finch. Yeah, for some reason, going upside down fixed it. <laughs> Yeah, just go ahead to drain your sciences, that's all. Yeah. I got a 25, a dirty 20, and a natural 20. Yeah. Oh shit, that's a crit. There was one crit in my rolls. Yep. Good English myself. I speak all those hit. the best language. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. That means it's 8d6 plus that 4. Roll, roll me that good, good damage. I'm going to roll you some good damage again. Okay. My total damage is 36. Just plow right into his pooper. Whoa. It was fire. Okay. You shoot him in the butt with, for 36 damage. I do that. 36 butt damage. You melt his butt off and now he knows you're there. <laughs> yeah. And you know what else I'm going to do? What do you do? I'm back outside. <laughs> <laughs> do you yell fuck your books after that? I sure don't yell anything. I don't want him coming after me. <laughs> Do you whisper it so that only we can hear? I get back outside to Finch and Galvin like, fuck his books! <laughs> 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 and then I guess maybe Zelias thinks that Aya will take it from here. Yeah, as yeah. soon as it goes off, I assume like the zombie will turn around. Yeah, it immediately whips around and is confused Brian. when, when Zelias isn't there. Mm -hmm. Just a weird Zelias-shaped cloud where he was. Very Looney Tunes, yes. Yep, so I'm gonna punch him now. Yeah! Okay. Do I get any sort of advantage because he's completely unaware? Or no? Roll me one more stealth. Let me okay. just get a... Let's, let's do another contesting. Uh, it's 18. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. You get advantage. He does not know you're there. Okay. Thank God that's another nat 1. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Well, that would have been another nat 1 had it not been for the advantage. You know, 25, 15, 28, and 18. Uh, yep, those all hit. 32 damage. Oh, good. Okay. And that, again, Radiant. Yep. You unleash another flurry of attacks, and it stumbles, but now it turns its attention towards you, A.O. Okay. I'm going to use movement to, uh, let's go over here. Well, Ant said we're not in combat, so yeah, you can go where the fuck you want. Yeah, we're not in combat. So I think, all right, so as you fly out, A.O., Plague Spreader Zombie is going to be running after you, like, chasing after you. I'm going to shoot him. You going to burn another spell slot? No, I think I'm just going to toss a firebolt at him. Oh, okay. Maybe Finch can take flame as well or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
make a ranged spell attack. So I'm going to make a ranged spell attack. Uh, that is a 7, a 19. To hit? Yep, to hit. Yes, that hits. Let me roll a couple of d10s for you. On my dice roller. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. 21 damage. 21 damage. 21. Did I add my 4? Yes, I did. So, 21. Okay. Yeah. Um, what were you using? The uh, Scorching Ray? Firebolt. It's a Fire cantrip. Bolts. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because I don't want to use another spell slot if I don't have to. And I imagine okay. this guy's probably close to dead. What kind of fire are you shooting at? Yeah, which which kind of fire is My it? My smallest fire. What flavor of fire? Uh, chocolate. So yeah, Ao leads the uh, the plague spreader out. And Zelias, you whip around Alva. And you let fly a firebolt that just... The plague spreader runs square into it in the face, and it just lights up. Good. Like, as if it were made of tinder. <laughs> and... Dummy. The entire plague spreader just melts down into that rust-colored ectoplasm ichor. He's become a dead gushy buddy. He's become a big pile of mess. Nasty. Okay. I think by this point, Giant Might has probably worn off, so that Galva can probably go back to regular size. Yes. All right, that was gross. Ayo, good job. That was very gross. Uh, well done, everybody. I'm glad we didn't die to zombies. Is everyone all right? That was a pretty nasty thought. I didn't like any of that. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't enjoy it, but I think we're okay. Yeah. All right. I really hope I can get the smell out of my clothes. Yeah, you smell bad. I think we all do, though. Mm -hmm. Just pick up some extra hydrogen peroxide. We sh should be fine. Take a bath in it. Yeah. No, don't, be... don't bathe in peroxide. It'll destroy my flesh. Honestly, I can't wait until we can get back on the ship and really clean up, because I don't think we're going to be able to clean up that much while we're here. No, probably not, unless we find some magical clean water somewhere. <sighs> and soap as well. I mean, there's soap. It's just... It's just like three million years old, and it's probably nasty. Oh, this room looks like shit. All right. As you guys go through the busted door, you will recognize this as a large research room. Mm -hmm. There are bookcases with crates of files, heavy tomes, books, periodicals, journals, just all mm -hmm. over the place. And the bloodstain that you are following has come through here it has gone through both doors and... Uh, <laughs> Some dickhead just looped it around. Yeah, it, it just passed through here. You don't really know what it did, but it, it messed up the uh, tables. Yeah, it did. Tables are all broken. I would actually like to investigate right. the damage. Yeah. Roll me some investigation. I would love to see what sort of a critter or whatever could... um could cause. Well, actually, would it be investigation if I'm trying to figure out what may have caused this? Or is like nature... Survival, nature... Investigation or survival, I would say. You can choose whichever you'd like to roll. In that case, I'm going to go investigation, because that's my better number. Galva will do survival. They would also do survival. Okay. I've got an unnatural 20 for investigation. I'll also roll survival. Because I can actually add things to survival, unlike investigation. Isn't that your negative one? Yeah. Oh. Survival is wisdom, yeah. So let's see. 16 survival, 18 survival, 17 survival. That's correct. 20 investigation. All right. So I'm going to do the survival rolls first. The three of you mill about the room to look at some of the damage. It looks like whatever came through here, whatever caused all of the damage, it was through some sort of blood trauma. You don't see like claw marks. You don't see slashes anywhere. It just looks like things are bent and broken. 
and crushed and essentially pulverized. Mm. Mm -hmm. Zelias. Hey! With a 20 investigation, mm -hmm. you start to go through some of the journals and whatnot. Okay. Do me a favor. Roll me a medicine check. Medicine? Yeah. Uh, what's medicine? Wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, I have a plus one for medicine. I rolled a 16, so that's 17 total. Okay. You're seeing a lot of texts on, like, giant anatomy. Not uh -huh. just giant anatomy, I should say. Uh, anatomy for other races. Big-ass livers. A lot of medical texts. A lot of records detailing stress tests of what, essentially, what each known race is able to handle. And this kind of coincides with what you found out upstairs where they were kind of stress testing races to see what could uh, kickstart one to jump into godhood, sort of. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And you discovered that giants are by far the easiest ones that can kind of make that transcendent leap. They are the biggest. Yeah, they can jump real far. Their god bladder is huge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a swim bladder, only yeah. for god? Yeah. I get you. You huh? got huh? it. Huh? Fun. As you're kind of going through the books and whatnot, I imagine Zelias will like pull out a book, see what the title is. If it's not something interesting, he'll put it back, like eh, whatever, and just kind of move on. Probably. Yeah. Although he he's secretly kind of a big nerd. That's why his intelligence no. is so high. Oh yeah. But like he's also probably looking for stuff that's relevant. Yes. So as you kind of move through the books, you pull out a large tome, mm -hmm. and it, it feels kind of weird. Uh huh. So you crack it open and you realize that the tome itself is been Bound hollowed in human out. leather. Oh, or hollowed out. It's hollowed out. It's a false book. And inside of that gun appears to be a leather bound journal. Not a gun, you <laughs> idiot. Oh, I heard you like books. So I put a book in your book. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I found this book inside this book. Not a gun. You found another book. It's a diary. It's a journal. It's a doctor diary. It's a double book. A, a journal, a diary. I, well, I'm gonna first make sure that the pages aren't gonna crumble on me if I open it. No, because of the nature of the research facility and sort of the really dry air, mm -hmm. and uh, the fact that this was kind of squirreled away inside of a heavier book. Ah, fair, okay. It has withstood the test of time better than most. Okay. The pages are a little brittle, a little bit yellowed. But I've got mending. But it's not about to disintegrate like so many other things in this area are. Sure, it's just kind of dry, like it's been in a dry environment for a while. Correct. But not to the point of fuck. It's not decayed. That's the word. It's not decrumbled. De de it's not decrumbled. De de it's like I was trying to say a smart word and definitely didn't. That's okay. We still love what you. I read in, yes, what do I read in my book that I found? Okay. Also, I think at this point, Zelais would have called, oh, you're already there, uh, would have called Finch over. Finch's book <laughs> senses are tingling. For, for the nerd <laughs> shit. <laughs> Talk, come here and check out this book I found inside of another book. Let's go, you're already here. Oh, oh god, you're fast. Yes, hello. Nerd shit's about. I found a book. I just imagined Zelias like about to call Finch over and just looking up and Finch is on the ceiling. Because <laughs> <laughs> they could do that now. What have you got there? Is that a book? A book in a book? A book. <laughs> Two books for the price of one. Oh my god. All right. Uh, I'll flip it open. One of them's not a very good book. It's got a giant One's hole got in it. Holes in it. Yeah, yeah. The biggest plot hole. Oh, oh. I'll flip it open. We can read it together. <gasps> Let's read the book together. Let's combine our knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> solve a book mystery. So it looks like these are meticulously kept research notes, 
or project notes on Project Deus Ex Machina. Right down to basically the purpose was, as you guys surmised, they were trying to create a being with divine abilities so that in the event that the goodly gods never return to this realm, mm-hmm. so that clerics and other people that rely on their faith and their connection to their gods are not essentially all depowered. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of notes detailing, again, how giant kids are the most predisposed to becoming what are known as demigods, like not quite gods, but still capable of incredible powers, and how they were placing orders through Geb to get a number of spell foci to continue their experiments. Right, those guys out in the uh, parking bay or whatever. Right. Basically, what they were trying to do with these spell foci was establish what the actual link between a spell focus and its deity to see if basically if they could reverse engineer into a person. Now, one thing that comes up that is of note is that at first it seems like they were doing this without the knowledge of the Ether Council. This is something that the, uh, what would the plural of this be? The Ogmaites? The Ogmites? Ogmites. The Ogmites. 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 Ogminians. I'm going to check this out. Hold up. The Ogmatrons. The... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you need to check uh, it. It's the Ogmatrons now. Ogmatrons. I don't know why they're robots now. That's what it is in my notes now. It doesn't matter if you come up with the correct word for it. Yeah, it is It is Ogmanite, but I like Ogmatron. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so the, the Ogmatrons... Basically... <laughs> you can't call him that. No, I'm using it now. Uh, Why can't I call him that? Because that's so dumb and I said it. <laughs> it's very silly. It's very dumb and I love it. Listen, if we could have the Tormans, we could have the Ogmatrons. You've got to stop letting me name your religions. <laughs> you need to, listen, you're the one that keeps talking. And this, listen, this makes a lot of sense to me. We've got the Tormans and now we've got the Ogmatrons. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> they aren't robotic people. We're taking these pre-baked ideas and we're making them truly into our own. Yes. <laughs> In the stupidest way possible, but okay. So it looks like the Ogmatrons began this research without the expressed knowledge of the Ether Council. The journal talks about how they need to requisition a lot of the things very carefully so as not to bring the Ether Council down on them. Mm-hmm. So what you guys were talking about earlier, how they're like, oh, this is a big cover-up by the Ether Council, it seems like the Ether Council didn't really know about what was going on here. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Beyond that, it looks like there is a schematic for a sort of incubation chamber. Something that they were hoping that if they could find a suitable candidate, that they could infuse them with this godlike energy and create this demigod. And it looks like that's something that was being built here. I have a question. Yes. Are there, like, diagrams of this incubation chamber? There's some preliminary, like, sketch work and some blueprints. Like, I want to say, like, finished blueprints, just ideas on how to construct it. Okay. Um, I'm afraid I'm about to get real mad, but I have to ask this anyway. <laughs> Do the, uh, the rough preliminary sketches of this incubation chamber look, like, mechanical, or do they look more organic? Mechanical. Oh, Oh, you surprised so you're not me. Gonna get mad. I'm not going to get mad. You thought it was the fucking plant. I was thinking about the giant pod thing. Yes. Yeah, same. That they were growing a cell. Yeah, you're growing a dude in there. Yeah. 
No, it, it would be Cell. It's going to go back in time and come back as a, as a monstrosity. So, okay. So, actually, what you do find, I want Zelias and Finch, I want you to roll me three things. Okay. okay. I want you to roll me Arcana. Okay. I want you to roll me Religion. And I want you to roll me Mechanics. Oh, God. Okay. That's so many different things. So Finch rolled an 18 Arcana, a 14 Wisdom, and a 7 Mechanics. A 14 Religion, you mean? What did I say? You said Wisdom. Oh, yeah. 14 Religion. My rolls were 17 Arcana, 23 Religion, and uh, 22 Mechanics that I've written twice. Mechanics, Mechanics. Wow. Yes. Weird. Okay. All right. I was really into it, I guess. I'm glad Zelias rolled good numbers. I sure didn't. So I'll start off by saying that this device is unlike anything the either of you have ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Both of you recognize that on the outside of this incubation chamber, and from what it appears like, it looks like on the inside as well, mm-hmm. are a number of magic inscriptions that are, they vary across the Pantheon. Basically, they're sort of like, magic runes that are meant to be summoning of a particular deity and it spans it's from like ogma saloon torm helm all the goodly gods okay it looks like they were trying to channel something you also notice along the perimeter of this it looks like a number of magical inscriptions are etched into the floor mm-hmm. the floor yeah like wherever this thing is going to be placed i see okay on the floor there's going to be a number of magic circles that are meant for things like planar teleportation and things like that like they're trying to reach beyond this plane of existence oh fucked up and mechanics it looks like whatever goes in here was meant to be in there for a while like a body like a person like a person would go in there and would basically be bathed in these magical and divine energies Uh uh-huh to try and push them into that demigodhood but it would take a Based off of what you're seeing mm-hmm. and the notes, anywhere's from a week to several months. It really depends on the process. Sure, sure. But it looks like the Ogmatrons had everything almost figured out. <laughs> okay, cool. It seems like whatever they were going to do, they were ready to start testing. Neato burrito. I'm trying to like the term in like a non-joke way. The more we I hear Ogmatrons, it. it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, okay. I think um I guess whatever Finch doesn't give, I'll give them, sure. as far as knowledge goes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like between the two of you puzzle, like, mm-hmm. like pouring over these blueprints, you guys could just figure it out between the two of you, like, you know, back and forth. Yeah, they reach these oh, conclusions yeah, sure. together. Yeah. I think uh, maybe it's surprising that a shitty pirate has so many knowledge. He has a brain, and he's used it for at least a, a hundred-something years. Yeah. Someone who is so aggressively anti-book is yeah. actually yeah. pretty good at that. No, honestly, you know what? That's a thing. Like, it might be strange that he's so well-learned despite being just this fucknut who loves to go around the, the galaxy blowing shit up for funsies. And fucking blowing books. books up. He's yeah. um shockingly well-booked. <laughs> Let's well-booked? He's very well-booked. He books very good. Very well-booked. He books yes. good. It's okay. almost he learned things in his youth. Yeah. What things? Fireball. But also book. I mean, it makes sense that like just going around doing stuff, you'd learn things sure, that, sure. through like rumors and uh, word of mouth. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like if you're hitting a big target, you probably want to research it first. 
He likes to do that. But yeah, actually, that raises a good point. Finch, roll me insight real quick. Insight? What am I insighting? On the book. On my boy? On Zelias. On my good boy? Am I your dirty boy? Yeah, my good, good boy. Well, good, I wouldn't. Um, uh, well, plus seven. Twenty-three. That's a big number. Yeah, I mean, Arcana you're probably not surprised about, but the, I mean, these three topics are a pretty broad spectrum. So, I mean, Zelias seems pretty well-learned for someone who actively goes around screaming, fuck your books and sending libraries <laughs> on the <ballot. laughs> And I mean, you yourself are a doctor and a cleric. This isn't necessarily stuff that you just pick up gallivanting around the cosmos. I mean, sure. you could probably get some of it, but... Right. You go to like a temple, you'll learn a religion. You go to a, right. know, a robot factory, you'll learn a mechanic. I have no idea. <laughs> you can learn one mechanic. I learned one singular... Singular? You got it. Yep. Singular mechanic. That's how hey, we do. Fuck your books. You did it. I read how I want. Good. But yeah. <laughs> That's the wrong way. Okay. Okay. We've we've knowledgeed. Yeah, I think. Um, well, Finch apparently they have this little realization about Zelias. Um, I don't know that they're going to bring it up right now because we've got right some issues that we need to deal with. Of course, um, mm-hmm. we can ask him some probing personal questions later. Yeah, social links. What's with the zombie fear? What's with the smart? What's yeah. with the brain? How idiot? come you're not a fucking moron? How are you so smart, <laughs> idiot? Hey, why do you know how to read? No. Hey, why is your intelligence modifier better than mine? Yeah. You're like 200 years old. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I think the better question is, why is your intelligence modifier so high and you're still like this? (laughs) Why do you still want to do the stupidest bullshit, but you're intelligent? It's that low whiz. It's that low whiz, baby. My wisdom is, um... It's a one. It's a one, yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of Fitch. Like, so it's come to my attention recently that you have a braid. Why do you do the rest of the things you do? Why don't you ever use it? I'm a thrill-seeking idiot. Uh. Well, the good news is we found a smart book. The bad news is um, not many more doors. Yeah. Well, other good news is kind of like for the overall plot. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't seem like the Ether Council knew what was going on here. Which actually does, I feel, kind of explain why this space station was left to rot instead of being yeah. recovered. Harvested. Yes. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, if they knew that, if they knew what sort of information was, was here, it would not be floating in the void. No, they would have that information. Everyone yeah. here might still be dead. Yes. But the Ether Council would have this fucking crazy shit information. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'd have to deal with the blood smears over the floor. Yeah, it would not have mm-hmm. been left to float in space for hundreds of years. That is true. But that was your problem. So while this all this book nerding has been going on, can I just do a quick investigation to see if there's anything salvageable from these parts? You may. Okay. I want to help, Galva. Yay! Oh, I need the help. That's a five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Galva. That is also a five. Oh, oh god. No. Oh my god. We find one thing that might be usable, and then it just breaks by accident. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, you don't find anything. Mm. Oh my and God. is the blood fresh or is it old? It is old. Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm fine with that. <sighs> but it all leads down that grate that we can't get into. Yeah. Um, oh, great. So I suppose the next ways forward are we can either return to the pile of bodies or we can go through the decontamination room. Oh, I don't like either of those options. <sighs> Both of those sound terrible. Um, body pile might be easier because there's four of us, so we can do it together. 
though decontamination is closer, we wouldn't have to go up and down the elevator. That is also true. And you did want to look into it before. I've changed my mind, but I suppose we should. Alright, well... Well, question. Out of character, can I roll something like medicine or science? Um, obviously, I, I won't be able to figure out exactly what was going on beyond the decontamination chamber, but what are the chances that whatever is beyond there is still active and harmful, basically, is what I would like to try to insight. Mm. Oh, so you want to know if there's like anything virulent that would potentially hurt you, like that would still be active? A thing to kill us that is gas. Gaseous in nature. Well, I mean, because, you know, obviously there was that whole hazmat and decontamination set up. Right. Yeah. But it's been vacant and unused for hundreds of years, so. Yeah, why don't you roll me a medicine? Okay. And I mean, there's also always the possibility that it's the other way around, that they didn't want us bringing stuff into this other area, like, you know, like the clean room that Ant mentioned. Yeah, actually, roll me, um, roll me medicine, but with advantage now. Oh, okay. Because you are smart, Doctor. Oh, thank you for advantage. Uh, 26. Ooh, so smart. Yeah. So now that you've seen that little journal, if they've already built this thing, there's a very solid chance that past the decontamination room, it was meant to keep that room sterile for whatever the hell they were trying to uh, create. Okay. So we likely will not need the hazmat suits. Probably don't need to split the party. Because we're not worried yeah. about sterility. <laughs> we're the yeah. contaminants. Yeah, we we're are, the contaminants. And I'm here to contaminate. According to this journal, they were pretty much about to perform tests, so it stands to reason that they want to do so in a sterile environment, hence the decontamination chambers. Okay. Fair. Okay. All right, so you go back to the uh, the heavy door. Do you open it fully now? Yeah. Okay. So you walk into the decontamination room. Blood. Blood. Yes. As you look to your left, you see another heavy door that will not open until the decontamination process has completed. Okay. And it looks like the blood pools slightly on the grating, but it doesn't go further. So there's no, like, card swipe here? No, you have to wait for the decontamination process to start. So once that door that you came in closes... There is a panel that says decontamination ready, and you have to hit the button to start it. Okay. Do we know that this actually works properly? Only one way to find out. (laughs) I pushed the button! I knew it. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm not even by the wall. Oh, okay. I mean, we could have just Zelias do it with his breathing thing. I do have a breathing thing. I don't know how Galva in character feels about him standing in a potentially dangerous room alone with the entrances sealed off. Didn't we establish that it's going to be like, the air's fine? Yeah, that's not what I would be worried about. It's that this mechanism is God knows how old. Well, either we push the button and go, or we don't push the button and we stay in this room for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Alright. Somebody push the button. Not it. Fine, I got it. I do it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Nobody else is doing it. Alright. Zelias, you walk over, you hit the button, decontamination process starts, and you hear what sounds like creaking and shuddering of old mechanics and hydraulics, and nothing comes out. There's no water, there's no mist, no nothing, but it sounds like... Broken. Yeah, it sounds like hundreds of years old rusted mechanics. Okay, I love it. But at the end of the decontamination process, though, those slats in the grating beneath you open. Oh. And when you does, you get a brief glimpse of what's down there. 
Uh-huh. What's down there? As far as you could tell, a whole lot of that ectoplasm webbing and what looks like old rotting carcasses. Ah. <laughs> mm. uh. Ah. Uh. Okay. But then these slats close up again. All right, good. Oh, the scary thing is gone now. <laughs> and <laughs> the door to the south there, you hear it unlock. All right. Okay. All righty. Well, then let's take a peek in there, shall we? Yep. Please let the tank do this, Captain. Do it. You're right there. Okay, Galva's peeking in. Roll me perception. Okay. That is 13. No, wait, no. 16. Okay. I forgot. I'm proficient in that. I also need a con save. Yeah! This is why I open the doors. That is a 22, sir. Okay. Galva, you crack the door, and almost immediately, honestly, I'm only making you roll the con save because you're right there, but all of you can smell this. The mm. overwhelming smell of death and decay floods the room. Again? Yeah, this is the, probably the most powerful that you have smelled it. The passage of time means nothing here. Well, I think that just means there's more oozes. Mm -hmm. I'm not going in there. But also, Ant mm -hmm. did specifically describe decaying corpses down below us as if they mm -hmm. haven't been here for hundreds of years and shouldn't already be perfectly decayed like which means people have been living here and somehow recently died or there's something preserving it enough that the decaying process isn't is extremely slow well maybe you'll get to that in a second because yeah we'll figure it out the lab itself is dark save for a number of still powered conduits and whatnot you see showers of sparks from machinery that has long since been broken and worn down to the point where they're barely being held together save room and in the far far back of the room you see an ominous red light okay oh good i should rephrase an ominous red light that is kind of being washed out by two large blue pylons that are generating electricity in a, I would say, about a 15, 20-foot radius each. Okay. Sort of like those Tesla things? The Tesla coils? Tesla coils, yes. Like large Tesla coils, yes. Okay. All right, Galva's going to try and get a better look in here so that the map will actually be uncovered of, like, what we're looking at. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay. You don't have dark vision, right, Galva? Not yet. I do. I can take a peek. Okay. My eyeballs are good. I mean, I assume, considering he's always there, that Zelias is like- He's like right under her arm, like looking in. Like... All right, Zelias, roll me perception. I will roll you perception. Every time she goes in somewhere that he's just immediately there, like he wants to know. He needs to know he's the boss. Let's see, perception, plus four, 22. Okay, Zelias, you get under Galva's arm to peek in, and in the darkness, you see- a couple of silhouettes shambling around slowly. Ah. But you also hear, with your elf ears... I don't have elven hearing, I just... I know. But you also <laughs> hear... My big idiot ears. What sounds like this dull moaning, but it sounds like it's coming from the mouths of dozens of people. Good, good. Um, You know what I'm gonna do? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna pull the door closed. I should also say that there are a number of command consoles in there as well. Yeah, 
Awesome. Before awesome. you explode something that you might exactly. Need. So that's why I've, I've, I've pulled the door kind of closed. Right. Okay. Yeah. When he starts pulling on it, Galva will let it go. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's at least two undedular sort of situations going on in there. Very smelly, I'm sure. And then I just hear lots of moaning from a lot more sources than just those two zombies I saw. Wonderful. Sounds like a party, doesn't it? Uh, so, I mean, we're gonna have to go in there. We don't really have much of a choice. I'm just getting you all amped up and ready, you know, to fight fight the good fight, as it were. I'm rolling insight. On Elias? Yeah. He's not lying. He's getting us pumped up. That's he's why. Getting he's getting you guys pumped up, oh, not uh -huh, himself. Uh -huh, don't uh -huh. worry. Oh, oh, it's 10. <laughs> no, no, she thinks he's absolutely. I mean, I could roll deception. Let me see if you believe me. He's being a strong, inspiring leader oh, for the yeah. moment that he's not terrified. Okay. Uh, I've got, it's 15 plus 7, so. Yeah, now she fully believes. You believe me. Galva's got my back. He is stepping up and being the leader we need. He looks brave. He's good at faking yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's ready to take on this room full of two zombies. Ao with 28 insight. I love how Ao always rolls perfect insight on Zelias every time. I rolled almost perfect insight. Let me actually do my math. I love that Galva keeps botching 9 out of every 10 insight rolls on Zelaya. 22 was my total, mm -hmm. so AO beats me. Finch also beats you with a 26. Uh, yeah, no, Zelias is not pumped and ready for this room at all, but he looks like he is, but he's definitely like, damn it, no, not again. Galva looks inspired. He's just trying to hype himself up. He's trying to hype himself up by making it look like he's hyping you guys up. It's just two zombies. We can take them. It's not a big deal. Right? Right? I mean, that's okay. Finch isn't going to call him out on it. Right. Galva will still <laughs> think that he's the coolest captain ever. He's so fucking cool. It's also dark in there. I should have also noted it looks like there was a light switch to the right of the door. We can just turn on the light and um, alert everything to our presence, but we're going to have to kill him anyway, so we might as well. Mm -hmm. Who's, uh, who's right. ready to go in there and turn the light on, eh? Right. Well, um, before we do that, let me cast this spell real quick. Oh boy, magic. Finch casts aid on you three chuckle fucks. Ah. Uh, which grants you five bonus HP for the next eight hours and also heals you for five HP. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm oh. back to full health now. So I'm down five health. Am I at five over my total or am I is it five over my total? Did it just heal our five? It healed your five and gave you five bonus HP. Okay, so awesome. it'll heal you back up to your regular HP, but now you can be healed up further. So I have 51 total now. Good number to have. I have 72. You are strong and big. That's why I open the doors. That's good. And why, if you ever need the jars opened, that's what I'm here for. Jars, All right. you said? You kind of broke up Jars. Jars, yeah. Opening jars. He probably also needs help getting them down from, like, the high shelves. He's anyway. Not not tall, but that's what Ao and Galva are for, because Ao can fly and Galva's big. Yeah. Finch is also taller than Zelias, so they can help too. <laughs> sure. Alright. Anyway, mm -hmm. so I assume Zelias tells Galva where the light switch is. Yeah, yeah. I forgot okay. in real life, but yeah, he fucking tells her. Finch, Ao, any weighing in before Galva just opens up and turns the light on? Are we just gonna go in guns blazing, or uh, I guess we're turning the light on? Guns blazing, but maybe without fireballs, because there's equipment in there that we don't probably want to blow up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, Galva, you reach in, and you turn on the light, and it sounds like uh, whatever generator they've got going on, it takes a second 
it thrums to life like a couple of loud bangs mm. and the fluorescent lights start to kick on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one at a time and you see a massive laboratory to your left are two large machines that are kind of looks like they're malfunctioning they're throwing sparks out pretty wildly but beyond that are four tanks that are leaking some sort of weird green ooze ectoplasm ecto cooler in front of the door is an array of command consoles that look like they are powering this large experiment and beyond that you see an enormous incubation chamber nestled between two tesla coils underneath is a emblazoned magic circle however this incubation chamber is kind of cracked open and you just see a mass of overflowing corpses Hmm. spewing from the incubation chamber (laughs) why Uh, oh okay i shouldn't laugh that's gross and oh 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 that the oh oh the corpse pile oh Mm. Zombie, cl- that is such a gross name. Oh, what is it? Zombie clot. Zombie clot. Like a blood clot. <laughs> gross, dude. I so, love it. So, does the captain still have fireballs? This reminds me of uh, the super, the goreness from like Doom, the new Doom. Yeah, Dooms. That, that I is, love this. That was, was the that the inspiration? Actually. Yep. I'm so happy. <laughs> we have to fight the gorness. Hey, we found more blood. Uh, we did find more blood. I'm excited for that. I've only got, let's see, one third level spell slot left, one second level spell slot. I can use sorcery points to give myself another couple, like another one more big spell slot. Um, we'll see where this goes. So, <sighs> since you have turned on the lights, the ash zombies are alerted to your presence. Okay. And as they turn to you, from the back of the room where the zombie clot is, you hear just this cacophonous screaming. Because mm-hmm. uh, this mass of undead flesh and consciousness just scream and protest at you being there. That's okay. Is it though? It's, it is actually fine. Because that thing can't follow us out, out the doors. <laughs> we leave. No, you know what? Why don't we just funnel them in here, right? Oh, like make the contamination room into like a choke point. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, we'll go back out the other way. My only concern is... um. How much you want to bet that big thing's going to be spawning zombies? We'll see about that when we get to it. No, I think um, Scott has a good point. It just kind of looks like it's the sort of thing that's just going to be pooping out zombies to come after us. Hey, Ant, can we roll insight on your big stupid zombie clot? Um, roll me <laughs> nature. I don't think insight's the right word. Because Scott's probably definitely right, but... I want to also know for sure. Okay. And you might as well start rolling initiatives too. Mm-hmm. I got, got 15 nature. I got a 19 nature. Not that there's anything natural about that, but you know. Okay. So yeah, with your natures, all these zombies have to be coming from somewhere. Okay. And it also kind of explains the fetid mass of corpses in that grate. For well, sure. It, it kind of partially does. Not entirely. Mm, yeah. But it explains why these bodies have not been completely decayed Mm -hmm. likely the other reason why these things have not been completely decayed is because these look like they're being magically created 
by, you know, the God box. The God box. The box of gods. Yep. Uh, that's okay. We'll just blow it up. Um, well, you know what? Okay. Uh, strategy time, I guess. So the zombies are a problem, right? Yeah. But so is the thing that makes the zombies. So I almost say we ignore these little fuckers and go straight for the big thing. Like, you know, at first, and then we take them off out. I mean, I'd say we might want to fight through as we're going just to right, yeah, right. Bad stuff. Yeah. I mean, we move, but also shoot. And we should probably... Let's just stick close to each other. Yes. Just, um... Yeah, as long as we're, like, moving. Gang up on the zombies one at a time. If they swarm, they swarm. Like, at least we'll be... I don't... I feel like we spread out because we expect stuff like Fireball. I don't think these are going to be casting Fireball. I'm going to cast so Fireball. You say that, but then we're going to get hit with Fireball. And then I'm going to cast it. Can I roll Nature to see if Ash zombies know Fireball? I don't think they do. Okay. It'd be great if All they right. did. So, first up in the order is Ash Zombie 2, who is going to. Oh, he's down there. Shit. So, Ash Zombie 2 starts to. You know, I get dashed. I forgot these guys can dash. Sorry. Run, Zombo, run! You'll make it so far. So as Zombie 2 starts to rush forward about 40 feet, heading your direction, Zombie Clot. He moves, uh, how many? No. I don't know if he can move. I mean, we're gonna find out. Yeah, 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 for sure. Can't wait to see the captain's reaction to that. He hasn't gotten up there yet. So... The incubation chamber, while it is overflowing with this fleshy mass, is also kind of ensconced in this red ichor and ectoplasm. So the fleshy, fleshy mass and all of its limbs start to thrash around. Ew. And they start to reach around looking for purchase. And they grab onto the ichor and they start to pull. And slowly, this enormous mass starts to move. Inside of its little pipe? It is pulling itself out of the incubation chamber. All the Gucci grocers are? Yes, they are. Oh, they're coming out. Oh, can you move their token? I guess you can. It is a token. Oh. So it's only starting to move. Okay. But it's going to use a bonus action to... Since it can move, I almost vote we just go back in the room and stay there. I don't think we should because something about the way he described it made me think of the motion of the thing in Carrion. Oh, mm, yeah. Which makes me immediately think, oh, this could probably squish through small spaces real easy. So to end the zombie clot's turn, as it starts to pull itself slowly free, it's just laden with corpses, and one of them wriggles free and flops down onto the ground. Gross. And another ash zombie wriggles free from the zombie clot. He plorped. So now there is a fifth Ash zombie on the field. Hmm. See? I called it. You are super smart. I think Scott needs to play the leader. I think Scott's just onto my bullshit. You know what? That's fair. (laughs) All right, Ao, you're up. Okay. Well, might as well just start taking the offensive. You will punch. Go here. Spend a key point. I need a deck save from that Ash zombie. So Ao dashes and passes Elias and Galva. Makes a hard right to Ash Zombie 4. Okay. And uh, you say I need a deck save? Yeah. That is a 4. It takes 8 damage. Alright. And I'm going to kick it. 
All right, kick it. Kick his face. You're going to do two at the start just to see, kind of test how much HP it does, so I'm not, like, over-using attacks on it. Mm. Okay. And, again, this is all radiant damage still. Okay. That's uh, a 26 and a unnatural 20. Yes, those both hit. Okay. That is 8 plus 10 is 18 damage. Okay. Ayo. Mm-hmm. You kind of kick it like a... You kick it around the midsection and you just break it in half. Ew. And it falls over and crumbles into a pile of ash. Hmm. Huh. Not a lot of hit points, these ash zombies. Which means they're probably going to spawn very quickly. Yeah. Which is fine. How tall is this building? Is this room? This room is bigger than, than most. It's probably... Uh, the ceiling is probably a good 20 feet high. Okay, we're going to... We're going to go a little closer and go 10 feet up. All right. Is that your turn? That is my turn. Okay. Ash Zombie 1 is going to rush around the consoles, start making its way to the door where you guys are. Making its Mm -hmm. way downtown. Making its way downtown. Zelias, you're up. Okay. I'm still outside the door. Yes, you are. From here, would I have been able to see that big, gooshy mound of nasty fuckness all the way on the other side of the room? And that it spits out zombies? I mean, it's well lit now. The light's on. I think you... Light's on. Okay. I think you could have seen it spit out a, a zombie. A zombie. I'm trying to gauge Zelias's mental state right now. could always do what I Scott think I need does. to do a roll. Roll some dice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, will that be wisdom? I'm going to say that's wisdom. Saving throw? Would that be a save? Are you seeing if, like, oh god, zombies and I'm you're... trying to see if Zelias would... Be in the right headspace to immediately know what the fuck he should be doing in this situation, or if he might need some guidance from his friend buddies, you guys. So I'm going to say if it's a 1 to 10, you're freaking out, you don't know what to do. Sure. 11 and above, you know what to do, but roll with the disadvantage because uh, okay. the fear of zombies. Sure, 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 sure. Disadvantage. My good roll was an 18 plus 1. And my bad roll is a three plus one, so four. Okay, I think you just kind of... He's kind of, he's like froze. He looks like he might want to do something fire related. Maybe he's got a certain stance he takes for shooting fire spells. Just burn the whole place down. But at the same time, there's three zombies right up close, or closer. And there's that thing all the way in the corner. And he, I think he doesn't seem to know which threat is the bigger threat and what he needs to take care of first. So he's kind of just like... So if uh, talking is a free action, if anyone wants to give him some input, that would be appreciated on his end. Oh, I do think he would have come into the room so he doesn't accidentally fireball somebody in the other room. Mm-hmm. But he can at least see what's going on. Uh, looks like little guys aren't too tough. Try to work fast and focus on the big dude thing in the corner. Huh? I don't know what. Uh, what? Yeah, that looks weird. I'm shooting who now? What the what? Shoot the blob down there. Focus on the big dude. Shoot the big thing. Okay, I can shoot the big thing. Uh, oops, oops. I picked up my token and almost teleported all the way over. <laughs> oh, no. I was. <laughs> Elias panics so hard he runs right into the thing he's most afraid of. <laughs> I don't think he'd pull something that stupid. So that's about 120 some shit feet away from me. I think Fireball's like 150 feet. 150. You're right. Okay. It was Scorching Ray that's 120. Okay, so I think AO says shoot the big one, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna shoot the big one. Okay. 
Um, I would love for that giant mass of writhing bodies to make me a dexterity saving throw. I mean, you can aim it so you also get dash zombie five. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm doing. So it's going to be in there somewhere. So hilariously, the zombie claw has plus five to dex. No, I'm kidding. Fucking kidding. Don't fuck yourself <laughs> in hell. <laughs> I'm joking. Gusher. But yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take out zombie, whichever one's over there. And I'm just going to pop this big, big nasty zit with my oh. fireball. So zombie claw actually rolled a 19. You're shitting me. I'm, I I rolled a straight 19. You're it, shitting me. I'm dead serious. I'm sorry. Ant, you're shitting. You know what? I'm shitting everywhere You know now. what I have? So I've got meta magic, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I can use three of my spell points uh-huh. to give the target disadvantage on a saving throw against my spell. Okay. So you have disadvantage. I hope you don't roll a good number. That is a 10. Okay, you fucking failed. And Ash Zombie uh, for Dex rolls a seven. They both fail. They do fail very much. All right, I use sorcery points the right way. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, you did it. <laughs> I did it. Bet you guys weren't expecting this in the incubation chamber. I was not. Nope. Sure weren't. I wasn't expecting this, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. Got a big old nasty Akira situation going on in here. Yeah. Oh, you remember that? Oh, man, that, that movie was fucked up. That movie gave me nightmares. Um, uh, 42 damage to the gross thing and uh, okay. the, the little thing. So Ash Zombie 5 is immediately immolated. That's wonderful. As soon as it was birthed, it was destroyed. <laughs> That's what happens. But the zombie clot rides angrily and really... That just serves to free it from the Igor quicker. Oh, well, that's not what I wanted at all. Oh, well, it's not its turn, so. Cool. But I did burn up that little dude. Yes. And I know how to piss it off, at least, so I can shoot more fire at it. Oh, that was my turn. I hope you liked it. I did. I think mm-hmm. he's going to stay just by the door. Not go back into the other room, but stay, like, near the door for now. Ash Zombie 3 is going to dash to the door. <gasps> hey. Get out of there, you nasty zombie. And it's Finch's turn. Okay, so Ash Zombie 3 is now blocking the door? Yes. Um, how dexterous do these zombies look? Um, not particularly. Okay. We'll just start off with a cantrip to get things going. Please roll a dex save. Okay. Uh, for the one in the door? Yes, the one that is blocking our entrance. Uh, that is a 17. Okay, they saved. Um, Finch casts Sacred Flame, but nothing happens. That was my turn. Hope you liked it. Oh, no. Nice. All right. Galva, you're up. Ash Zombie 3 in your face. All right. Well, since we've established Galva can get through doors even when she's using Giant Might, she's going to activate Giant Might while she's in here. That's bonus action, right? That is a bonus action. And this, this better be like the boss of this area because she's down to one more use after this. See what happens. She's going to slash at Zombie 3. Two attacks. Okay. So one of these is a 14. And the other is a lot more than that. It is a 25. Yeah, they, they both hit. Okay. That is 1, 2, 3, 6. 22 damage. All right. I need a constitution save from you, Galva. Okay. Um, that is an 18. Okay, you save. 
Okay. So you said you did 22 damage? Yes. So Galva, I think you just bring Facet to bear and uh, you see this thing running towards you mm -hmm. and you just kind of position the blade so that it just runs right into the sword. <laughs> Dumbass. And you rip it up and you just see the ash zombie crumbles to dust it at your feet. Okay, and then <laughs> let's just... Is that the uh, eco-recoplasm thing though? Oh, is it? That's just rust. Okay. I didn't have anything else that I could use for that, so. Yeah, that would yeah. be a real dick move in this battle. If, like, the entire... The floor is ectoplasm. I mean, lava. Like, the entire center of the battlefield was just stuff we can't step in. Yeah. That would be fucking funny. But yeah, so Galva, after having turned the ash zombie back to ashes, ducks her way through the door and charges into the room, putting herself out in the middle of things, so hopefully both Ash Zombie 1 and Ash Zombie 2 come towards her and not towards the captain. Yeah. Because bitch better not. He did blow up the fucking lot of zombies. Is that your turn, Galva? That's all I can do. Alright, Ash Zombie 2 is gonna step to that challenge, rush forward and attack. Okay. Fight! There's a dirty 20 hit. It does. Okay. And that's a 21. Okay. Yep. So that is... That is 12 bludgeoning damage. Alright. Uh, and that is its turn. Zombie Clot. Him's down there. The Icor-like webbing has been burned away from Zelias' fireball, essentially freeing it. Oops. And... I fucked up. It flops briefly onto the ground before all its massive tangled limbs start to operate as one, and almost like a millipede, this thing launches itself. Oh, God, Ant. 80 feet. It's here. 80 <laughs> feet. How big is the room, Ant? For the recording. How big is the room? Yeah, you know, just to give the, the listeners an idea of how fucking far it went. 150 feet. Okay. So more than half of the length of the room. Yeah, it's 35 feet away from the back wall. Where you guys are. Where we are. And... Neato burrito. Love that for us. We're gonna have some fun here. Are we? Or are you? Yeah, this is this is what I wanted. Um, <laughs> as it rushes, the back mass of it Ooh. snaps up like a scorpion tail. Why? And catapults a zombie through the air. I just wanted to smack against the back wall and kill itself. At AO. Okay. It's a zombie launcher? It's a zombie launcher. I'm making a ranged attack with the zombie. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Can't you have problems, my dude. What? I love Come it, on, though. It's fine. Awesome. Yeah, keep it up. We'll see how awesome it is after we murder it. All right. The individual zombies don't seem to have very much HP on their own. Yeah. Yeah. They're ammo. They're ammo. That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Satan. So that's a crit. Oh, God. Oh, my God. No. It doesn't crit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I use my reaction to cancel your crit. Okay, that's so fine. I had a feeling. I also use my reaction to uh, deflect missiles. Oh, oh my <laughs> Do god. Do I not get to use my reaction <laughs> No, then? no, please use it. I can't deflect it properly if it's a crit. Okay, perfect. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, it's shady reactions? I guess so. You know what? Um, I also have a reaction I can use. You flip it oh, off, god. I know. I don't flip it off. <laughs> I can use my, my cool wing thing to give AO... Um, Oh god, I forget the number. But even Three. if it's armor class, it's not gonna matter since it's a crit. Oh, you know, it's fair. It still hits no matter what. 
All right, so you're deflecting missiles? Yeah, so uh, give me the damage. Okay. Reduce it. That is 26 bludgeoning damage. Okay, so I reduce it by... I reduce it by 18. Okay. I also need a con save. Okay, so that's 8 damage and a con save. That's a d10. I need a d20. Uh, 16 plus 3 is 19. Okay, so this thing catapults an ash zombie from its tail. Ayo, you see this Mm -hmm. massive flesh arc towards you, and while it does hit you, you do manage to kick it aside, and it just bursts into ash. Mm -hmm. And it's going to... No, you know what? That's its turn. Oh, so the zombie did not survive this. Yeah, no, the zombie immediately (laughs) exploded into a cloud of ash. Yeah, no, these were meant to stymie you and also as ammo. I see. I see. It was going to take a little longer for it to get to you, but uh, Zelai's burned away the webbing restraining it, so. Well, what else was I supposed to do? Just let it sit there? Yep. Ayo, you're up. Yep, okay. he says. Yep. You could have ignored this whole room and just unlocked the other door and gone. <laughs> we could have, yeah. It would have gotten out eventually. So we're going to go down here. Uh-huh. Attack Ash Zombie 1. I'm going to do two attacks first and see if that it still survives after that. Okay. That's a 25, and then that's another 25. Uh, Both of those hit. Okay. That's 16 damage. Okay. It's still kicking. Okay, I'm going to punch it one more time. Still angry. Mm Mm-hmm. 7 plus 17. That hits. Okay. One more. 5 plus 5 is another 10 damage. Okay, that one explodes into ash. Okay. So I've got one more attack I can use. You know, let's just clean up the trash here. Yeah. Make another five feet down here. Spend a key point. Use the last normal attack and then the two flurry of blows attacks on that other ash zombie. Okay. Number two. Okay. The one that's trying to get at Galva. 29, 15, and 22. Yes, those all hit. I rolled as average as average can be, so... 9 plus 15 is 24. How much? 24 damage total. Okay. After destroying the previous Ash Zombie, Ao, you rocket across to where the other Ash Zombie is accosting Galva, and you just kick it in half, and it bursts into ash. Goodbye. Thank you. All right. Ao, are you done? Uh, We're going to back up a bit. He's just all over the battlefield. You know, maybe let Galva take this one. All right, Zelias, you're up. Okay, I think the the giant zombie clot is the only thing left in the room that I can kill that isn't my friends and myself. As of right now, yes. I'll say that. So I'm going to sidestep a little bit just so that I get a clear shot at that nasty, nasty monster you have given us to fight. Uh, I am going to cast my last level or second level fucking spell slot. Uh, I'm gonna cast me a scorching ray mm-hmm. at that dude. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you three times. Let me roll my dice. Captain, if you want to hold off on just a moment, I can huh? make it a little weaker. Uh, all right, okay. Somebody talk faster next time. <laughs> you delay your turn. Yeah, I don't know what Finch is doing, so I'm gonna delay. Okay. I, I guess I won't count these rolls. Oh, one of them was a nat twenty. I mean, you can still use them. No, it's too late. I will still let you use them. Are you sure? Sure. Because one was an at 20. 
Why not? Sure, why not? Okay. Okay, buddy. I will wait until Finch does their thing. I'm not worried. Of course you're not worried, you big dick. Wow. <laughs> Listen, you guys wanted me to DM. This is what happens. You give us a big, nasty monster. It is a big, nasty monster. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, yeah, so. I'm delaying. Yeah. Oh. Great. Wonderful. So Finch finally steps into the room. Whoa. They're behind Galva. But they are now close enough to channel divinity. And they are going to channel divinity path to the grave. Okay. At the only target they can see within 30 feet of them. As an action, you choose one creature you can see within 30 feet of you, cursing it until the end of your next turn. The next time you or an ally of yours hits the cursed creature with an attack, the creature has vulnerability to all of that attack's damage, and the curse ends. Okay. Neat. That's it. That's my turn. That was a very good turn. Mm-hmm. It was the best turn I've ever seen. <laughs> now Elias gets to shoot it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to keep those other two rolls because Ant said I could. And plus seven. Okay. So my rolls are a 17, a nat 20, and a 24. Those all hit. Yep. I'm going to hit them. This is Squishing Ray? That is correct. Okay. So let me click some dicey numbers here on my dicey click roller. Okay. My total damage is 37. All right. That's with the crit? That is including the crit. Okay. You fire off several scorching rays, and they kind of lance off some of these uh, fetid corpses like boils that just drop and dissolve to ash. Gross, but okay. And this thing rides in agony, but it's still shambling around. What did the thing that Finch did do to it? Oh, it doubled my damage? Ant, did you already double it, or should I? I had forgotten, but I could subtract another 37. That's not a problem. Ow. Okay. I make this big, great move, and it's already forgotten. I, I just didn't know if I had to do that or if Ant did. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about other stuff, too. Like, I'm, I'm planning a bunch of stuff. You're That's so cool. excited for this nasty zombie I am. Plot. I am. 74 damage yes. to your gross, gooshy thing. Uh, it is still kicking. That's not what I want to hear from you. Sorry. Actually, you know what? What? I want to roll. So the thing that it came out of... Uh-huh. Like, it's not attached to that in any way. It's just its own free Gushin mass. Yes. Okay. And what are those big blue circle things? Those are the uh, Tesla coils. Okay. Do they seem to be doing anything to the Gushi mass, or is it just they're doing their thing? They're just doing their thing. They're not doing anything to the Gushi okay. mass. I was like, do I need to blow something else up? Is that the puzzle? No. No puzzle? No puzzle. Only death. What's the green shit on the other side of the room? Uh, you should investigate those tanks if you survive. If we survive. Well, I'm yes. not planning on that, so... Sorry, guys. <laughs> not planning on survival? Nope, I'm gonna die here. No, no. I'm out of second and third level spell slots. So Finch already went, so Galva. Alright. Do I have to move a, a thing closer to it, like... No, you're good there. Okay. So Galva's going to go around this Bacosis desk and step to the entire goddamn clot. Okay. As a bonus action, she is going to activate Sentinel from the glove from Darius. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, let's do some attacks. Let's shave some zombie off of this zombie shawarma. <laughs> Oh no, no. Zombie shawarma. Oh my god, dude. That's what it is, though. Oh, it is. (laughs) I fucking cooked it. That's a dirty 20 and 22. Those hit. 
Okay. Okay, that's 24 slashing damage. Okay. Not a lot, but it's honest work. Or slashing damage. All right. So Galva, you rush up and you plunge facet into this mass, and sure enough, you carve off some healthy chunks of zombie shawarma. Oh, dude! But now it's the zombie clot's turn, mm-hmm. and in response, now this thing moves. It kind of does that like inchworm thing where it can elongate and scrunch up. Uh huh. Oh, no, that's so grody. So this thing. In response to this this massive assault of attacks, it rears up on the back part and stretches to the height of the ceiling. Has it left my range yet? It is not. And it's not going to. Don't worry. Oh, no. I don't like where this is. It is going to come down. Ah! Ah! Oh! Oh, God! (laughs) As a cascading waterfall of undead on Finch, Ao, and Galva. This is not my favorite room. Using a move called Flesh in Tomb. Oh, God. I need strength saves from the three of you. Okay. Oh, bye, Finch. Bye, Finch. So, good news. Since I have my arms out, I can use my wisdom and place my strength for these saving throws. Ooh. And I get advantage on strength saving throws because I'm big. (laughs) Why, that's funny to me. That is 22 strength save. That's a 21 strength save. Did roll a 19. Oh, wow. The best number I can roll. Finch rolled a 19. Finch grew a muscle. I rolled an 18 and added one. I think they panicked and they're like, oh, God. And they got that adrenaline rush, like when moms can lift cars off kids. Well, mm -hmm. Finch, unfortunately, you're the only one who did not save. Holy shit. Goodbye, Finch. That's a high fucking roll. That's a big, massive, nasty boys. Well, yeah, I know how strong you guys are. That's a very good point, Ant. Very clever. That's right, clever boy. That's right, that's me. I'm the clever boy. <laughs> By the way, this right. is an AoE not making an attack against someone, right? Right. Okay. Fucking AoEs. All right, so that's 23 bludgeoning damage to all of you, but only Finch is restrained. Okay. 23, Okay. I also need a constitution save from Galva because you started within 10 feet of it. Oh. Oh, no. Okay. That's a lot of damage. Yeah. damage. Stop getting hurt. 14 con? Nope. Mm. You do not. So that is... Nine poison damage and... uh... Wait, wait, wait. It's when I start within? Yeah, you were within 10... Oh, no, you moved within 10 feet. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's... I'm looking at I'm looking at all these abilities. I'm like, oh, you're within ten feet. That's yeah, no, I was my thinking... fault. Okay. All no, right, next turn mind. you can kill me. Yeah. No, never <laughs> mind. All right. So that is its legendary action. Oh, he's a legend. Uh, and after it does that, once this thing slams down, an ash zombie breaks free, and it's right Ooh. there in front of Zelias. He looks really cool. And I'm just going to add him to turn order after the zombie clot. Oh, good. Or actually, I'm sorry, after Galva. Because Galva went last in the lineup, right? Yes. Galva is bringing up the rear. You can basically use her as the point of reference. Yeah. That's actually what I tend to do. There. Mm. We'll just leave that there. Neat. Guys, I don't like this. Nope. So just to refresh and paint a picture here. Zelias, you just saw this 
massive wave of zo- of zombies mm-hmm. rise up to about the height of the ceiling, like twenty feet up. Oh yeah, and then crash down on your crew and completely engulf them. Like you can't see them; they're under this massive bodies. Yeah, yeah. Like if you want me to roll anything, let me know because that's fucked up. You know, I feel like you need to make a wisdom save. That's fair. Just to not just shit your pants. I don't. Well, I don't have to shit because I, <laughs> I use the bathroom. I know, but you know what I mean. Just <laughs> the other building. Absolute fucking terror sweats. For sure, for sure. Um. Well, my total is an eight. Oh no! You said wisdom, right? Yeah. I think cool. everything you do this next turn is gonna give you. You're gonna be under disadvantage. That's fair. Because an ash zombie did dislodge itself from the corpse pile, and it's looking right at you. He also doesn't love that. Yeah. Good job, Ant. So, Ayo, you were underneath this mass of undead. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? But I'm not, like, restrained or anything, right? No, you are not. Finch is the only one who is restrained. You saved, so you're good. Okay, so I can just, like, pop out? You can claw your way to this, like, out of it. It is a pile of undead. It's got arms and legs. Yeah. And wieners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Rio. <laughs> yes, there is a sea of undead wieners. <laughs> Just a... I hate it. <laughs> I'm drinking, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I can't see you. Did it to yourself, Rio. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's my bad. <laughs> Just flopping in the breeze. No, oh, bro. Oh. <laughs> bro, worst. <laughs> why, why would you ever? Why do you keep amping it up? Is that better than shawarma or worse? Yes. <laughs> and, oh, and wieners. <laughs> We're in our 30s. <laughs> we're in our 30s yeah you're right <laughs> actually um so would i be able to like wriggle out over like right here or so next to finch yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say and if you're gonna move underneath this corpse pile mm-hmm. it's gonna be difficult terrain okay i mean my movement speed is 45 and i'm moving like 15 feet. right no i'm just saying like i can't imagine that you are going to be unimpeded by this so yeah okay so um i'm gonna take out a potion uh-huh. This is the fire-breathing potion. Ooh! <gasps> I'm so glad we gave her that. Yes. We're gonna take a swig. Gonna quaff it? Yep. When you do that, you use the whole potion? Uh, yeah, looks like. Okay. Although it is Ao, and Ao's teeny tiny. <sighs> no, I'd say you'd have to use the whole thing. Okay. I tried to get us a second helping of a fire-breathing Ao. Okay. I'll down the potion. I need a dex save from both the ash zombie and the, uh... Big thing. The clot. All right. Uh, Ash Zombie is a 17. Oh, that'll save. And uh, the clot is a 10. That does not save. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick. Ayo, you did start your turn in the in this, right? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I need I need the constitution save. Let's save. Okay. Uh, is base 19 plus 3 is 22. Okay, you save. Okay, got lucky. Yes. So yeah, now for the damage. Sorry about that. I, I just did want to forget that. Yeah. So the big thing takes 13 damage. Okay. And then half for the zombie. Okay. Not as much as I was hoping. Uh, so seven for the zombie. Mm-hmm. So, Heyo, you quaff this amber liquid and you just scream fire at the zombie clot that has engulfed your friends. And this poor Ash zombie, who actually I think you also need to make a con saving throw because of the puff of ash. 
Yes. The first time the zombie takes damage, any living creature within five feet of the zombie must succeed on a constitution saving throw or gain disadvantage on attack rolls. Okay. 15. Okay, you save. You're good. Okay. Uh, so, taking a potion, was that my action or was that a bonus action? Um, Kiwi, refresh my memory. I think potions I always rule as a bonus I think action. I made those bonus. Yeah, you let us use health potions as a bonus action. Okay. No, okay. Just wanted to make sure. Especially because they're stim packs. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with you quaffing this as a bonus action. Okay. Then, um, I think I'm going to continue, uh, add mitigation. Okay. And just start picking at the zombie. Start pummeling. You got it. Yeah. Let's start with two, see where that goes. 17 and a crit. Oh boy. So that turns into 3d6. That's 24 damage. Uh, it explodes into ash. You did it. Mm-hmm. Hooray! So just for flavor's sake, mm-hmm. I want to say, since she was right up next to it, instead of just kicking it, she just takes the empty vial, uh-huh. breaks it over its head for one attack, <laughs> and then just stabs it for the second. Oh my with god. With the fucking bottle? Oh my god. With, with the fucking remnants of the bottle? <laughs> How many bar fights has AO been in? Enough, None. apparently. <laughs> She's watched a lot of media. You know what? She's fair. watched a lot of Space Jackie Chan. Oh my god. We were almost in that one. Yeah. Early on. Yeah. Alright. All right, I've got two more attacks, so I'm gonna just continue shaving off the clots. Right. Gross. <laughs> uh, 15 and 17. Yes, those hit. Okay. Not hard to hit the broadside of a barn. No, probably not. 16 damage. Okay. It is getting a little sluggish, but it's uh, it's still moaning and, and wobbling and being gross. Okay. My favorite kind of dude. All right. Is that your turn, Ao? That is my... Wait, no. Uh, oh. I'll spend a key point. Okay. Uh-huh. A bunch of more. Okay. <laughs> God, I love Ao. <laughs> Why not? I am glad I beefed this thing up. Yeah, it's a beef. Uh, 27 and 26. Yeah, those hit. All right, and then I will also need a con save from it. Okay. I don't expect this to pass, but, you know, might as well. Might as well give it a shot. Hey, you never know. I could roll a one. Mm-hmm. I didn't roll a one. I rolled a 24. <laughs> yeah, that'll pass, so it's not stunned. Okay. But it does take another 16 damage. Okay. It's uh still shambling. Neat. All right. Zelias, it's your turn. Ao has managed to extricate herself from the shambling undead mass. I'm very proud of her. But uh, your good Dr. Finch and your good bodyguard Galva are still nowhere to be seen in the fetid corpse pile that is consuming them. Yeah, that's real gross. Um, and this, okay, so on the east uh-huh. of the map, there's this big electrical doohickey. Yeah, these two large machines. Describe them to me. Are they doing this lightning shit that you've drawn on the map? Yeah, it looks like this is what's powering everything in here. I see. But does it look like... This looks like it's got unstable electricity just zapping around. Oh, yeah. These things have long been worn out. And whatever's making them go, they're just discharging lightning because they're malfunctioning. Okay. Okay. I'm going. Let's see. So Elias is going to go 30 feet to that, towards that. So real, real quick, just are you planning on doing anything to these things? Not to them, no. Okay, then I just because... I was going to say, you might need the consoles, and this is powering those. Or okay. really powering those, so. But what I thought would be hilarious. Okay, go on. Would be to get the zombie clot. 
mm-hmm. pissed off chasing me, get entangled in this electric shit, and then zap itself to death for my entertainment. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, that is an idea. It's a good idea. Okay. How are you going to goad it? Are you going to try and provoke it? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to say to a giant mound of fucking zombie clot, but I am going to shoot a firebolt cantrip at it. Okay. I make a ranged spell attack on a hit. Uh, it's going to take 2d10 damage, so let me make a spell attack real quick. Okay. Oh, uh, that is a 15 plus 7. You do seven. have disadvantage because you got freaked out. Oh, that's out. right, I have disadvantage. I'm freaked out, so my first roll is a 15, my second roll is a natural 20. Son of a bitch. Aww. Okay, oh. I'll take the 15. <laughs> that will hit. The 15 plus 7? 22. So I hit it, now I roll my damage, which is, I think it's 2d10s plus 4. 2d10s, yep. So let me do that real quick. Plus 4, d10, d10. Okay, the total damage is only 13, but that's okay. Um, Because I just want to get its attention. Okay. I wallop it with a little bit of fire. Mm-hmm. What do I say to a, sh- a fucking zombie clot to make it want to come kill me? Fuck your books. It doesn't have books. <laughs> You don't know that. That's never stopped you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your books. No, this... Eh, I don't know. I'd probably scream at it to come over here. Hey, shit face! Hey, hey, fuck you! Roll me... Persuasion. Okay, I want to persuade it to get offended by my bad insults. Okay. <laughs> Plus seven. A 25. Okay. Interesting. Let me make a roll here. Oh man, what a time for a one. All right. <laughs> you blast it with your spell. My little piddly firebolt. With your piddly firebolt. So this thing was kind of just like shambling around in place as it was thrashing Finch and Galva underneath it. Yeah. But when it does that, all of the just the dozens of zombie heads. Yeah. I'll snap to use Elias in unison. Oh, he doesn't like that. <laughs> it's exactly what he wanted, but I think it terrifies him. But also, it is exactly what you didn't but want. But also, it's exactly what he wanted. <laughs> so we will resolve that on its next turn. Okay. And so, so you're moving behind this big generator, right? The 30 feet. Yeah, that's as far yeah. as I can go. Okay. Because I used a, an attack as well. Okay. So but it fit. doesn't matter. I'm that's assuming fine. the lightning isn't zapping him there where he is. No, it's not. Okay. So, Finch, first of all, I need a con save. Come on, Finch. Oh, 21. Ooh. All right. You somehow managed to not choke on the deathly stench. But I also need, because you are entombed, a creature entombed in the dead flesh is restrained, has total cover against attacks and other effects outside of the dead flesh, and oh, okay, you do take damage from being from this. No, okay. my Finchy. Yes, you're Finchy. My Finchy Winchy, no. What a cool monster. Hate it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is 10 necrotic damage. Okay. You ever think that Rio gave Elias this fear specifically so that Ant would break out the cool undead? I wasn't expecting Ant to give us a fucking space station full of nothing but undead. I mean, you should have, In fact, up until this point, he didn't give us any. Yeah. (laughs) You should have expected that at some point he was going to cash in that chip, though. Of course, of course. It's Ant. He's a psycho. Wow. (laughs) Alright, so Finch, you are restrained. 
I think you could hmm. try and break out. Um, could they instead channel divinity? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't require anything else. Okay. Um, they're channeling divinity. Turn undead. Please make me a wisdom save. This is their Hail Mary. Okay, it's not immune to being turned. So wisdom save, you said? Yep. That is at 18. Oh. Guys, your cleric's gonna die. That oh was my God. turn. Hope you liked it. Finch, don't okay. die. I need you. All right. All right. Galva, you're up. So here's the thing. You said this was difficult terrain. Yeah. But you also said it came down onto us. Yeah. Meaning Galva's feet are still on the floor. Right. So ah. he doesn't give a shit if it's difficult <laughs> terrain. <laughs> Galva doesn't know difficult terrain. She's literally just with her feet planted on the ground, just literally pulling herself through over to where Finch was. Okay. And I think she's gonna, what she wants to do is to get the Finch out of this. The Finch. Get the doctor out of this. Um, Our lovely Finch. There is no part of Finch that's actually visible. Nope. Completely encased. Reach in there and wiggle your arms around a bit until you find them. <laughs> you got big arms? I mean, I mean, God, I'm trying to just check to see if I have anything that can help out here. Other than, like, setting the whole thing on fire, which um, might be a bad idea. We don't know. That might also help. Well, it says that the uh, creature entombed in the dead flesh has total cover against attacks and other effects outside of the dead flesh. Okay. All right. Well, then. So now that Galva has walked literally to the other side of the zombie clot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ignoring all of its thrashing limbs. Oh, yeah. God, she's so cool. I know, right? She tries. Oh, do I need to make a con save? Because I started my turn in it. You do. Yes, thank you. I keep forgetting. There's so many moving parts to this thing. Yeah. Look at all of its arms and legs and wieners. <laughs> <laughs> That's an 18? That saves. Okay. Galva is going to make her attacks against the zombie clot. Uh-huh. That is a 15 and a 19. Those hit. Okay. Gonna roll some damage. One, two, three. Not great, but we're not done here. That is 20 damage total. Okay. From just the slashing of the sword. And then give me a strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, 23. Alright, that does save, so it's not shackled. But we're going to pile on the damage here. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. Okay, that is 10 fire damage from invoking the fire rune. Hooray, fire! Okay. You shear off more of this undead mass. And Galva, as you're doing this, it seems like the more zombies you shear off, the more just seem to nebulously grow in its place. Goody. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's still going. Okay. Fuck it, let's action surge. Fuck it. Gonna keep trying to at least dig for Finch. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a little Finch out of there. Yeah! Wait, no, I have to roll attacks first. What am I doing? She just wanna damage it so bad. I do wanna damage it so bad. She just wanna punch it! I just wanna hurt him. Okay, that is... God, I'm glad this thing is so broadside of a barn. That is 14 and 17. 
Yeah, those hit. Okay. That is 19 damage. All right. I think briefly you see glimpses of Finch in the throng of undead limbs and, and bodies, but very quickly does the flesh close up again. Okay. All right. Well, that is everything Galva can do. Let's get ready with those potions and get our doctor back up after. So here's what happens. Zombie clot. Elias, you have successfully provoked it. I sure fucking did. In fact, those attacks from Galva don't even seem to really sway it that much. All those hundreds of heads are trained on you. Nice. Oh, there's hundreds now. You said dozens a minute ago. It's grown more. It's swelling up. Ugh. Where's it getting new bodies? Um, it came out of a magic god chamber. Okay. That's good. They're rising to the surface like bubbles in a carbonated drink. That's horrible. That is a really awesome visual image. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so this thing, still with your good Dr. Finch inside. That's okay. They're impervious to damage inside of it. Raises up to the full 20 feet of the ceiling again. Oh, it's oh, up there. Almost like a, uh, like I said, almost like a millipede. Zelias, all of those faces are looking at you and just sort of moaning in undead, tortured anger. And <laughs> I just sit with a tiny fire bolt and I made it so mad. I love it. Rolled a really good persuasion. I called him fuck his books. Yeah. <laughs> it lashes out you almost like a cobra strike. Yeah. And it throws itself yeah, into the wall. No. So hang on. Is this making an attack against Elias? You're there too. Don't worry. Yeah. No, but is this an attack targeting Zelias? It's the same thing as before. It's the uh, okay. it's targeting everybody. All right. Well, just wait. Just relax. Or just flopping. Well, Finch is also in there. Yeah. Hey, Finch. Welcome to Bye, the, the gushy nasty. This thing throws itself on the both of you. I need strength saves from both of you again. Who? Me? Zelias and Galva. Galva. Oh, okay. Oh my God. I got a 19, dude. Which I know doesn't save because Finch also got a 19, but I didn't think I would roll so good I on a strength got save. I 26 strength. You're very strong. Okay. I am very strong. I also get advantage on this. Here's what happens. So first of all, I got to roll damage. Hurt and then we'll, we'll get to... I haven't been damaged yet this fight, so this is kind of exciting. Yeah, Finch has taken like all the damage. I know, I'm so sad. That's 17 bludgeoning damage. Okay. All right. But here's what happens. This thing comes down on you, and Zelias, for a brief moment, it's basically all of your worst fears. It's this a literal tidal wave of zombies crashing yeah, down on you. Pretty bad. But you've managed to push yourself back enough behind that generator mm -hmm. that this mass of rotting flesh can't just like squeeze in. Oh, okay. After you, it drapes itself over that generator. Nice. And in doing so, the sheer weight of it crushes the generator further, breaking it to the point where the lights flicker violently and electrical currents rocket through this mass of undead flesh and limbs. And you hear all around you, Galva, Finch, and Zelias, this roar of pain from hundreds of mouths. Yikes. And... Finch and Zelias, because you are entombed, you are safe. Galva, unfortunately, because you are not entombed, you are going to be taking some electrical damage. You shouldn't have been over there, Goofy. Yeah, but that's fine. Poor Galva getting zapped. Ayo's dancing. 
She's got the most <laughs> HP out of everybody. Oh, yeah. Galva's a monster. She'll take... That is 27 lightning damage. All right, she's at zero. Oh! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! I killed her. Was that exactly at zero? No, it's it's negative seven. Oh, okay. I killed Galva again. I didn't think you were that low. So, one rule that I think we might have missed before. Mm-hmm. Any attack that would drop you, like, below zero puts you at zero instead. That's why I said at zero. Yeah, yeah. zero. But the good news is mm -hmm. the electrical damage coursing through the zombie clot is enough to start to break it apart. Huzzah! And slowly you start to see these masses drop to the floor and crumble into ash until finally the last of the zombie clot is burned away, consumed by the electricity, freeing Zelias and Finch. and essentially leaving you in a big pile of ash. Oh, that's good. Congratulations. You've defeated my zombie clot. Zelias, take a point of inspiration for figuring out how to do it. Oh, well that was that the thing? You had to bring it to one of the generators, yes. No shit! Yep. I now have three points of inspiration I haven't used, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at zero. Finch takes a deep, gasping breath. So, since I imagine Finch has to take a moment to, uh, Regain themselves. Yes. Yes. Ao's gonna go over and just try to, like roll medicine to like stabilize Galva. So okay. Then can get to her. Galva keeps getting fucked up. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's what fighters do. They're supposed to take all the damage. That's yeah, true. I keep challenging him to do this. Yeah. Uh, so that's 17 medicine to make Galva not be in immediate danger of dying. I think you fly over. You know, you make sure she's not swallowing her tongue. Mm -hmm. You clear any ash from, like, air passages. You put your fingers up her nose. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. You're able to stabilize her without any issue. Yay. Okay, she's stable at zero. Still on the ground. That's fine. That's fine. She Just let her lay here for a bit. Finch is also laying on the ground. I think they're on their back, just staring at the ceiling, just dead-eyed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Doc, you okay? I'll live... Are you okay? I'm fine. I can't say the same for Galva. Oh, shit. All right. I'll be right there. They roll over onto their side, and and they just kind of start crawling towards Galva on their hands and knees, because I, I feel like they still don't have quite the wherewithal to stand up. Um, Everybody wants to take a rest after this, right? We're going to take a nice long nap. Not in this room, though. Not in this room, no. <laughs> oh, it stinks in here. It's bad. <laughs> Captain, I haven't heard you say anything. Are you all right? What? Okay, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> he responded to their question, which is more than Galva is able to do currently. True. So, this is their uh, their damage assessment, their triage. That's that's good. How are you, Captain? Uh, all right, good enough. <laughs> like, what? Okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and use a third level healing word on Galva. So, Hillary, please regain 28 HP. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Galva comes to kind of like sitting up and I'm gonna say considering how she had that thing fall on her twice she's probably like holding her head a bit like trying to get her bearings again mm -hmm. yeah so I think once Galva is is sitting up and Finch can see that she'll be okay mm -hmm. they kind of turn to look for Zelias like actually put eyes on him he's over there <laughs> I think he's he's by the wall he's not like cowering because the thing is dead i think he's he's sitting down he's leaned against the wall he's kind of just trying to get himself back into a good headspace in shock oh. <laughs> probably that one 
literally because there was the electricity <laughs> ah. <laughs> no but um yeah I, I, he, he looks kind of rough to be perfectly honest but you know the thing's dead and that's what matters don't we all i think finch is going to wobble to their feet and walk over to zelias mm-hmm. and they'll just actually sit down next to him because they only have 14 hp huh. they're not doing so hot well right there captain yeah I, yeah i probably look better than you feel right now shit look at you uh, are you implying that i look like shit you look like shit Let me... oh you just said it i'm gonna cast healing word on them i think that's the one i have cure wounds cure wounds is the one i have i i do that i need to find the spell why don't i have it pulled up because i'm stupid and i don't use it that's why oh yeah let me let me just fix you a little bit I, <laughs> i'll pretend that i'm fine by making you feel better <laughs> i think finch can tell that he is not fine yeah you're smart <laughs> so meanwhile, as Galva sits up, I think Ao's gonna go over, take Galva by the shoulders and attempt to like shake her by the shoulders, but because Galva is Galva and Ao is flying, what what are you it, she just kinda shakes herself instead. <laughs> <laughs> what you need to stop almost dying <laughs> I, I I mean I'll try, but I'm, I'm I I I'll try. But this is better me than any of you to take the damage. I mean, not to almost die. I guess that's also taking damage. So Ao stares at Galva for a moment, like eyes really big, like combination of anger and like the almost crying. Oh, baby, oh. hug her. No. Yeah, and, and then just Galva gets a hug. Oh, a tiny little hug. Galva still looks a little confused, but then she, with one hand, just kind of, like, reaches up and it's, like, kind of, it's not really a hug so much as patting on the back because she doesn't want to, like, literally crush Ao. But... <laughs> <laughs> it takes most of Ao's ever just to get her arms around Galva's neck. She's so small. Thank you, but I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean, I didn't die, so. You need to stay that way. Yes, I. I, I'm I'm aware. Ao's not letting go. No, oh, she's so tiny. She's a necklace. Stuck here. <laughs> I mean, not that it really stops Galva from standing up herself. <laughs> right. In the slightest. Doesn't stop Galva from doing anything, basically. But for the yeah. moment, she's there. Oh. Wholesome. But yeah, no, I mean, Galva's insisting that she's fine. And that since everybody else is fine, we're good. Everything's good. Yes. For now. That's about as much as she can manage, because she did, like, she is still kind of getting her head back on straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems to be the theme of this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we look fucking rough right now. Yo, we got yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm putting you guys through a bit of a gauntlet. You are. Mm-hmm. Making us work for our victories, huh? Hope you're enjoying it. Yes. Making us work for our level seven, yeah. Yeah, I think it's safe to say if, if you guys survive this, you're going to hit level seven. I would hope so, buddy. <laughs> Uh, maybe another year. I'll kick you in the <laughs> asshole. <laughs> All right, let's learn some more awful things about this awful place and be disgusted and unhappy together. My favorite. So just to give you some ideas. So one of the generators has now been destroyed. Yeah, we've still got one. Yes. This is enough power, basically, to run the consoles. Mm-hmm. So there's the array of consoles here in this area. Right. There's individual consoles here, 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 and here. 
So these consoles are connected directly to large vats. Yeah, the uh, ecto-cooler. Yes, one of which is broken. Okay. Then there is, it's a little harder to see, but there is a console down here by the large incubation chamber that the zombie clot was in. Neat. Okay. Okay. And aside from general sort of plasmoids and solutions that are running throughout the lab, like in these tanks here and suspended in these solutions here, there's just machinery. Okay. So if you guys are going to investigate, I want you to obviously roll investigate and tell me what exactly you're looking at. Okay. Okay. Uh, instead of investigational, could I roll, like, technology to try and figure out, like, what all these consoles here did? The big array? Yes, you can. Yeah. Finch is investigating these vats of green glowing ecto-cooler. I okay. am going to assist Finch, just because there's several of these. Because I just rolled a two, and I only oh, had three Finch. to that. Finchy winchy poopy doobies. I rolled a one, so never mind. Oh, God. I think Zelias is still too shaken from the fight. I guess they both are. Could I use technology on this butt over here? Or uh, mechanics? Sure. I am fine with that. All right. Because, yeah, I think Galva's going to go to the pod that our clock came out of and roll some mechanics. Okay. Maybe Zelias and Finn should try again, only this time <laughs> work together at the same console and put their brains together. Sure. Into <laughs> one brain. Oh, no. Not in a fucked up way. Oh my god, you guys. Yeah, I told you. Finch was also investigating. I know, but I'm just, I'm just looking at them both and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I think the both of you are still kind of like, oh my god. Even with the rest, you guys are still like, ah, ready to go home. Yeah. Wait, did we just take the long rest? Like, right no, here? Not yet. Oh, I th- I'm sorry, I thought you had the long rest. No, okay, we haven't. So, no. so, you know, you're still just sort of like, ah, ready to go home. So, if you guys want to roll again, I will go back. I'm going to go through with Ao and Galva. Yeah. So, Ao, mm-hmm. this array of terminals here, it looks like they are designed to monitor the various projects and experiments in this room. They are all powered on, but some of the consoles are more worse for wear. The one that you're hovering over is like the master command console. And there is a screen on it, and it is asking for an ID number verification to log in. Okay. But also, so these things, not only do they kind of like, they're like the master terminals for everything going on, these would likely store most of the records of everything that was done here, Mm -hmm. and also various statuses and and everything. Before we get back to that, Galva, with mechanics, Mm -hmm. with a Journey 20 on mechanics. Actually, quick question. Did Zelias and Finch show Galva the journal? I would say yeah. I don't see why not. All right. I also did want to say, and then completely forgot, but this is perfect. Finch absolutely took that journal with them. It belongs oh, yeah. to Finch now. For sure. I have a feeling. I, 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 yeah. just, I just naturally assumed. Okay. <laughs> I just figure I should say it aloud for the recording. Okay. Yes. So, Galva, it's a little harder to get close enough to this to really do a, a really thorough examination. Mm-hmm. But because this whole area here is just ensconced in that red ectoplasm and icor. Where you're at now, it is spreading a little bit on the floor, so you can't really get to the terminal. Or it would be hard to get to the terminal. Correct. But the incubation chamber is, while it matches the description and the schematics found in the journal, one, it's unfortunately just caked in awful undead flesh and and bits and remnants. But you notice a couple of things that are different. I would like you to roll me Arcana. Okay. Interesting. Not my best skill, but... Uh, yeah, that's a nine. 
Okay. Something seems different about this, but you can't put your finger on it. Okay. Well. All right. Before we get, go back to Ao, Finch and Zelias, did you manage to bonk your heads together and, and do a thing? We can re-roll. Okay, yeah. Let's do the re-roll. Let's re-roll. Oh, that's much better. That's not much better. I'm going to add a guidance to my roll. Okay, I got an unnatural 20. I got a 15 with guidance. Okay. So the first thing that you notice is the tank that is directly in front of you guys is broken. Yes. And this weird sort of ooze solution is just in a puddle at your feet by the console. Mm -hmm. If you look at the other tanks, it looks like that at one point something was suspended in this solution. Oh. But because of the passage of time, it has long since just sort of dissolved into it kind of have you ever seen those uh calcified brains in jars yes yep it kind of looks like that like the tanks have that weird sort of awful like biomass lining it whatever's in there has long since died and it just its remains have just become part of the tank Ew, okay yeah groovy but you know what i'm talking about right yeah yes. yeah mm -hmm. so that is what you guys find on your preliminary passes is there no like information on the console itself saying what may have been in there the console is currently locked because the command console is not logged in ah that thing that ao found all right AO mm -hmm. found and then galva found a magic thing that she doesn't know what it is mm -hmm. yep so do we want to team up and look at something to get maybe the team should convene in like, yes. the middle of the room and like <laughs> and, yeah. and talk about what you found come over to the ecto cooler cooler guys talk around the cooler yeah yeah we found some snot really gross quite disgusting it's locked though we can't get in to find out what kind of snot they were growing well that's not all over the floor but i wouldn't recommend touching it i'm not gonna touch nothing else in this fucking place ever again not a bad idea honestly oh no right well what have you two found so i found the the big console looks like it's asked for a login oh uh no that ID card you have. Does it have an ID number on it? Uh, let me check. Galva shuffles through the cards and checks the main ID card that we've been using to see if there is an ID number on it. There are no numbers. Alright. Um, no. Do you want to take it and see if there's any other way to use it with the consoles? I can see. Galva will hand over the card. So she'll take it and and she flies off and we never see it. <laughs> <laughs> Later, nerds. How are we going to have to find some some secret numbers hidden around the room, like in a video game? I, I don't think actually do that. That would be terrible security. <laughs> it would be. There's robots over there. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered. There's robots over there in the corner. Galva gets distracted to go look at the robots. Okay, well, <laughs> all right, bye. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could go look at them. Yeah. yeah, we can. I mean, Galva will probably let them know what she found about the pot and how, like, it's m magic a little out of her expertise and maybe our magic boy and our cleric doctor can go give it their second opinion. Yeah. Magic boy and cleric doctor. Now we roll arcana on it. Yeah. So, Galva, mm -hmm. those large things in the corner there, those large masses, they are in hermetically sealed cases. Okay. They are giant cadavers. Ew. What? Oh. <laughs> Finally. But these are giant cadavers that have been augmented with cybernetics. Huh. I think she's a little stunned 
that there's just dead giants here. Yeah, why don't we go Fine. check in with the rest of the group for a moment <laughs> while, I, while I... I regret this. Go back. <laughs> Let's roll some Arcana real quick. She needs a moment to process this. Yeah. I want to see your gross dead giants too, but we got to roll some magic on this fucking... Okay. Roll me some Arcana. Console. I got a 19 Arcana on your funny console. I got a dirty 20 Arcana on your console. Hello! You made it. So it's not necessarily on the console, it's but it's on the, the incubation chamber itself. Sure. Oh, yes. Now, because you looked over the plans and, and the schematics, instantly you see a couple of things that are off. Mm -hmm. One of the first things that you see, the large magic circle engraved underneath the incubation chamber, it looks like it has been physically altered. Somebody tampered with it. Ooh. In what way, can we tell? It's a little hard because the most of the chamber is on top of it, and there's a lot of that icor around it. Sure. But why don't you roll me religion? Okay. Ah. Let's see how Christ I do. I end up have a suspicion of where this is going. I do a lot of Christ. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> do you do? Because I sure don't. Finch is a doctor, not a priest. Religion. 24 is my roll. Okay. I rolled a four. Oof, seven. Religion. Yeah, All right. I rolled a seven. Zelias, you recognize this. So this magic circle was supposed to be something that had to deal with like planar. Right. Like pulling something from another plane. Yeah. This has been altered to a necromantic circle. Oh, necromancy. That's fun. Wait, what? That's, uh, somebody fucked with it. Aunt, tell us the rest of the story and then we'll have a discussion. Yeah. The other thing that you catch is off. If you recall the runes that were supposed to be lining the chamber to the uh, goodly pantheon. Yeah. They have also been altered. Oh. Give me one more religion roll. All right. Let's see how much more Jesus I know. Finch, roll this one with advantage. Okay. You know a lot about face Jesus. my good numbers? Oh my god, seriously? I could have used that 18 somewhere else. I rolled an 18 <laughs> and a 19 on I this a, roll. I got a 21. Uh, so my roll is a 22 religion. And you got a 21, Elias? Correct. So some of these runes have been altered. Now, most of you guys know that there are runes that are associated with certain gods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some of the runes have been subtly altered. And they have been changed to those of the not goodly gods, the chaotic evil gods. One of them, the one of the most prominently featured, is Mural. Mm-hmm. Come mm on, doing some necromancy shit in here. That's fun. Glad we found this. We. I'm not. I'm being sarcastic. So, someone turned their god box into a bad box, a zombie factory, a zombox, if you will, a zombox. They're trying to make God, and then they just got a gushy zombie mass of zombie gushies. But it's it's very clear from the way that this was done. This was done, these runes were like, originally were like expertly carved, same thing with the magic circle. Sure. This looks like it was like hastily chiseled. Huh. All right. I think this seems like a good time for Galva to collect herself a bit, and guys, hey. th those aren't robots. What robots? What, what are they? Come see for yourself. Oh, am I gonna like it? It sounds like I'm not gonna like it. Right. We're here. And we cross the room to your stupid zombie bit. So in this sealed glass, almost like a display case, these mummified giant cadavers have been augmented with different types of cybernetics to the point where they almost look part warforged. Huh. What's the significance of that? I, I, I don't... I don't know, I... 
Right. No, let's roll some dice and see if I can find out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I want to roll on your robots, but I want to roll on your giant dead robots. Yeah, I have a lot of questions in character and out of character. Like, are these giants being used as god fuel? What's what's with the cybernetics? Were they trying to put god in giants, but with robotics? You do know that this was an Aether Council facility. Right. But the Aether Council didn't know. This was an Aether Council facility, but the Aether Council didn't know what was going on here? The station, I'm sorry, the, the station is an Aether Council station. Okay. The research okay. facility does technically belong to the Aether Council. However, the Ogmatrons were... Ogmatrons? Oh, sorry, the Ogmatrons. <laughs> they were doing their own business on the clock. They were using this facility for their own research as well as stuff that was sanctioned by the Aether Council. Okay. Okay, well... Uh... Yay! So can I roll something to know what it was that they were, yeah, we're doing with these specifically? We're trying to figure out what we're rolling. We could just ask them. What, the giants? Yeah. Do you want me to cast Speak with Dead? I got the spell slot. Yes. I feel like we should have this conversation in character, but yes. Y- yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's do this in character then. Okay. Pull it back. I don't know exactly what these are doing here, but th- these are these are giants. They're pretty dead, just like everything else here. I I mean, yes, obviously, but yeah. I well, um, they're cooler, I guess. You want we could ask them what they're doing here. Oh, you're gonna do that creepy shit again, are you? Yes, it's your favorite spell. <sighs> Alright. Uh, do they have to be, like, dead for a certain amount of time and it doesn't work anymore, or? I was about to ask, there's no statute of limitations on that? If you have a body, you can call their soul back? The statute of limitations is, <laughs> the spell fails if the corpse was the target of the spell within the last ten days. Oh! It does not say anything about how old the corpse is, it just says that the corpse has to have a mouth. Well, shit. That's interesting. He hadn't thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> now I no. have to come up with some shit. No, this I, I'm fine. It's this is interesting. Okay. All right. Galva looks like she has some mixed feelings for a moment, and she's like, "I, I, I mean, if you can, then yes, let's 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 speak with them." Right. Um, <sighs> well, we can only ask five questions. Um, Each, right? The spell ends, yes. So I can cast the spell on one, we can ask five questions, and then I can cast the spell on the other, and we can get five more questions. Alright. That sounds like cheating somehow, but I like it. I mean... Probably why I like it. I mean, it's magic that's already... Magic is kind of cheating, yes. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Depends on how you look at it. It's a legitimate strategy in most places. It's... I mean, it's basically bending the world to your desire so mm-hmm. but let's 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 speak with them let's i desire fireball hey world give me more i'm not working imagine that uh, i'm exhausted so am i <sighs> all right do your creepy shit It'll okay. be fun. all right so you said like all of this black stuff on the ground is just rust not the gooey icor at this point it is a little bit of both it is a little bit of both. Okay. Most of it is coming around the uh, incubation chamber. Oh, okay. I thought it was rust. I will stop standing in it. You might be able to sort of pick a, a very careful path. You have to touch it, though, right? Um, Actually, range is 10 feet, so oh, I don't okay. have to touch it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, well, let me read the spell since it's been a minute since the last time I cast it. Mm-hmm. 
You grant the semblance of life and intelligence to a corpse of your choice within range, allowing it to answer the questions you pose. The corpse must still have a mouth and can't be undead. The spell fails if the corpse was the target of the spell within the last 10 days. Until the spell ends, you can ask the corpse up to five questions. The corpse knows only what it knew in life, including the languages it knew. Answers are usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive, and the corpse is under no compulsion to offer a truthful answer if you are hostile to it or if it recognizes you as an enemy. The spell doesn't return the creature's soul to its body, only its animating spirit, thus the corpse can't learn new information, doesn't comprehend anything that has happened since it died, and can't speculate about future events. Huh. Oh, I love this. This took a turn that I wasn't expecting, but I'm ready for it. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, Finch will very carefully get into range of the, uh, I guess, the northernmost mm -hmm. body and cast Speak with Dead upon it. Neat. Okay. I think at this point, Zelias has been around so much undead that this is the least creepy thing that's happened while he's here. So he doesn't feel compelled to go hide like he did the last time. To he did run. This. Yeah. All right. Does he need someone to hold his hand he's or something? He's going to hold Finch's hand. If probably not. He's probably going to stand <laughs> there and cross his arms. Finch, Finch is probably busy right now. Finch is very busy. You know what? Ale will hold Zelias's hand. Oh, precious. Aww. So these are individually sealed in almost like glass caskets. Glasskets. Glasskets, yes. Yes. So slowly you see this wispy smoke start to form at the base of the casket, and it wafts its way up to the giantkin's nostrils, and it almost looks like he takes a shuddering breath. His chest kind of racks itself as it struggles. It's been so long, you hear the creak of bones and the, the stretching of leathery skin. <laughs> and you see condensation form on the inside of the glass casket as it exhales and slowly he sort of lowers his head and regards you he sees that he's in a casket he doesn't understand but he's not freaking out he just seems like ah aha 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 did you say what kind of giant this is i did not can we tell it's kind of a mummy Roll me nature with disadvantage. Okay. Okay. And... <laughs> wow. Uh, I got a 13 with disadvantage. Got a 12. So angry. One of my rolls was a 19 and the other oh. is a 9. Aw, poo-poo. So that's 9. Hillary, I rolled exactly those numbers as well. <laughs> Well, I have a plus zero to it. That's so. fucking wild. Ayo, god damn it. Ayo rolled a zero. Ayo rolled a zero. Ayo thinks this is a Gundam. <laughs> He's probably not wrong. Ayo's incredible. Okay. All right. So, oof. So, based on the size, this is either one of the smaller giants, like a Verbeeg, maybe closer even to like a Goliath. But it could also, I mean, you guys do know that as giants sort of crossbred with the other races, their stature did get a little bit more diminutive. Mm -hmm. This giant's about, I'm going to say about 13 to 14 feet tall. Mm -hmm. And it looks down at you. Some of the characteristics are a little bit stone giantish. Ah. Bit stony. Mm. But again, because of the odd bits and bobs of machinery and cybernetics and the fact that it is mummified, it's hard to tell. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Juicy. No, he's dried out. <laughs> it's the opposite of juicy. 
jerky. He is jerky. But yeah, so it, it, it looks to regard you, but it doesn't say anything. Right, well, we haven't asked it any questions yet. But it doesn't even really seem all that talkative to you. It's like, it's not gonna be like, hey guys! Of course not, we have to ask it things. I mean, that's also very stone giant-y. They're slower, more thoughtful in their responses. Judicious, I believe is the word they use. Uh, I think it's called Stony. His name is wow. Stony now. He's just wow. Stony. Stony and his brother Stoner down there. No, no. They I can't have wait a, to talk to Stoner. They have names. <laughs> Maybe that's question one. What's your name? Or, like, who are you in general? We probably need to be more specific than that. That's why I said, what's your name? But, of course, Finch is the one chit-chatting with the big asses. Well, y'all can ask questions. We only get five. Um, Don't waste them. I don't know where Galva would want to start. Especially because this is probably pretty surreal. What happened to you might not be terrible. Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. Or how did you get here? That could be one. We have ten total, so we don't have to be too cautious. I also do want to emphasize, just for those who haven't been religiously reading all the giant stuff. So, unsurprisingly, since her last name literally means stone, Galva looks a lot like a stone giant, too. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, n- not even with the Gena- like with the Genasi and whatnot. It's hard to trace a perfect lineage there. But, right. like, you know, sort of grayish skin, more of a life build than other giants. Um tall uh big not just giant tall but like more taller than broad right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so she looks like she's having a bit of an experience right now hey we're all experiencing experiences up in here we're all having an experience well okay i guess i'll i'll just go ahead and start off yeah so finch will wave up politely at this animated dead man Mm -hmm. um hello can you tell us what happened to you so he looks down at you slowly Finch, and he responds, I appear to have died. Uh, God damn it. Good start. Very good start. (laughs) Is that it? That's it? That's all we get? Well, it can't divulge information it doesn't know, and that was a very Mm. vague question. No shit, you have died. All right. um, Can you tell us what's the last thing you remember? So... His gaze grows distant as he tries to recall the memory. And he says, I recall preparing for a great battle. Which one? Ask him which one. Do people generally name battles before they're fought? We asked him maybe who it was against or where it was or... What year is it? No, no, that's not a good question to ask. (laughs) I think Galva's line of questioning is, is productive. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm just being a piece of shit. You're doing all right, Captain. Hanging in there all right. Everything's fine. Maybe, honestly, let's see if we can expand it a bit more. Who was fighting who in the battle? Because we don't know if it was just him or if it was multiple giants. Right. And who are they fighting against? So, like, who was participating in the battle? Yeah. Okay. So Finch will once again turn back to the giant. Right? Um, who was participating in the battle? Yourself, obviously. And who else? So, he says, many were preparing to fight, to give their lives. It is what we in the Nishmead clan do. That's the one that had the giant sigil, isn't it? The mountain sigil. The split mountains? Yeah. Yes, that was one of the progenitors. That's the one that Galva's clan looks like. 
I think she literally feels a chill run down her spine. It, it's one of the janitors. This is creepy. Yeah. We no. We could ask it more about about who they were, about about the clan. You have three questions. We have three questions. We have two questions now. Oh, that's two. right, two. And then also the other guy. We need to figure out what the fuck happened here and why they're all cybernetic-y. Would they even remember that? I don't know. I'm wondering if they were alive for when they were brought here. Only one way to find out, eh? We could ask if if they know what this place is, but... Yeah, I was like looking at the other one, if, if that one looks like if it's the same sort, if this is another Nishmead. Did I say that correctly? Nishmead. Nishmead. Again, because of the mummified remains, it's hard to tell, but in terms of like overall build, they do look similar. Um, we should ask one of them, at least, if they know anything about this place or where it is, because if not, I think might want to change our line of questioning. Right. Um, would be helpful to know if they knew one another, so we might be able to infer whether or not they might share some of the same knowledge, but that's a whole question to kind of waste on that, and then we don't have one more with this one. Yeah, and they don't, they can't really see each other in there, can they? Probably not. No, they can't. They are separated. Womp womp. We want to maybe ask this one some questions about Nishmeed and start off the other one if see if they recognize where this place is. I think that would be fine. Okay. At this point, because I think Finch does remember that this is the particular progenitor clan that, that seems to be related to Galva in some way. Um, they're perfectly willing to switch the line of questioning away from what the fuck is this place to, hey, can we get a history lesson? I don't think Galva ever explicitly said it, but it was clear that she was freaked out. Oh. Actually, did she say that, that the symbol was the, similar to her own? Do not remember. So Galva did ask Holodineer for more information on the clans. Yeah, I don't think she ever specified Nishmeed, but it's clear she's interested in the progenitor's in general. Yes. At this point, the crew knows that Galva- Yeah. Yeah, they know that Galva's got some giant kin blood, so that would sure, be something yeah. she'd be interested in. She's fucking huge, of course she does. So, I mean, I think after conferring with Finch, Galva's, like, trying to put together a question of, like, who is the Nishmi clan? Like, what makes them who they are? She looks like she's struggling to figure out what she wants to say here. If anyone wants to jump in. Okay. So, once again, Finch turns back to the giant. Mm -hmm. What would you want future civilizations to know about the Nishmid clan? For example, if you had to summarize the Nishmid's values and principles, how would you do it? So he bows his head in consideration of the question. And after a few moments, he lifts his head and speaks very pointedly. The Nishmid clan are at one with the elements with the cores of the worlds we inhabit. We commune with the soul of the planet and learn how to draw upon her power. We extract the essence of these worlds so that others might build lives. We cultivate, we craft, we provide, and we protect. I think Finch is looking to Galva to see how she's reacting to this. Other than chills down her spine, I don't think she knows how to like process this. Like, This is pretty much confirmation, right? Right. How is Hillary reacting to this? 
<laughs> I mean, this pretty much tracks. Um, <laughs> all my theories are confirmed. I can put my YouTube video essays away now. Um, <laughs> okay. But I mean, I think, like I said, Galva is absolutely having a time here. Like, this is something that she was sort of suspecting, but in a way of like, she wanted to kind of just write it off. And now this is getting really hard to just write off. Like, yeah, she's going to need some time to, like, process that, I think. Good thing we have a long rest coming up. You're a planet, Galva. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does kind of seem that way, doesn't it? It does. So that's, what, four questions? That was number four, yeah. All right, one more question before you say goodbye to this giant whose name you don't even know. What's your name? No. <laughs> do we want to waste a question on that? Yeah, honestly, let's fucking do it. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Does Galva want to ask? Let's be polite. Yeah, you know, I, I think after processing this for a moment, honestly, before anyone else can ask anything that's more important, possibly, she's like, who who are you? I, I mean, what is your name? He lifts his head to you, Galva. And even though the life has left his eyes, you see a flicker of recognition as if he can see what you are. And he nods and says, I am known as Ogsmith. You have names picked out for these dudes already? Yes. Oh. We probably could have found that somewhere else in this place. Is his name written on the robot? It is not. Oh, okay. That was pretty hilarious. To be so annoying. <laughs> no, it doesn't say like on like a metal chest plate like Ogsmith Unit 10. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and after he says after he gives you his name, Galva, there's a, a faint almost sad smile as he exhales again and that wispy smoke seems to dissipate into the air in his sealed casket and he once again returns to his eternal slumber uh, weird well that took an unexpected turn um yeah why don't we wait to talk to the next one take a little time to think about what we've learned and maybe some like actual questions ask it yes that we did ask it actual questions. I know, but like important ones for like, what the fuck's happening here? And why are they here as like semi-robotic big dead guys? Why did they build things into them? Ugh. I ain't natural, you know? Well, no, nothing about cybernetics is. I think Galva looks a little hurt at the implication that wasn't important. Oh, it was very important. Elias is just, an he ass. hates this and he's an ass. It's off topic. So he's annoyed by it. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. He's just trying to, he wants to make sure they've got all the info they actually like need about this place. If that makes sense. It does. Before you point it in the direction of a sun. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying you might have earned a negative CR point, buddy. That's fine. Oh shit. That hurts. Let's oh. deal with it. You're a big girl, you can handle it. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Damn. Of course, if she does actually say that it bothered her, then he will feel bad and apologize for it. But if she keeps her mouth shut, I mean, how's he fucking gonna know? He can't read minds. Unfortunately, keeping her mouth shut is basically a good half of her character. Anyway. Exactly. So whose fault is it? Well, I think Finch will actually speak up. Maybe not necessarily consciously in Galva's defense, but like, we've learned something quite important. It might not be relevant to our situation here, but I think it will be very helpful to us in the future once we get out of here. Yeah, I know, that's fair. Big galaxy, after all. It is. Sure wish we were back out there in it. I think we all do at this point. Yeah. 
Well, um, like I suggested, let's perhaps leave this second one here for a bit and think about other questions to ask. Um, what else is there to look at? All that shit over there. We do that. Can't we go look at your shit? Okay, what shit? There's like a passcode we need to find or something. Yes, the main terminal. Where are their numbers at? I don't know. Yeah, I think you do know, Ant. I mean, I do know, but maybe you should, you know, figure some stuff out. Okay. I will tell you, you already have access to the numbers. Do we? Yes. I checked my notes. I didn't take notes. Is it in any of the shit we picked up? Yes. Which shit? I take out the little journal I found. Ah. Oh, the journal ah. that Elias found ah. that Finch stole because they're a book thief. Ah, Elias <laughs> would have given it to him. Given it? Given it. Sure. Okay, so you take out the book. And I flip through it looking for numbers. Alright, roll me investigation. I have these little glasses that we found upstairs. Mm -hmm. They oh. gave me advantage on investigation rolls made like mm -hmm. one foot in front of my face. <laughs> which is great for investigating books. I'm rolling with advantage. Yeah! That's the kind of advantage I like to see. I rolled a 7 and a 17, plus 3. Nice. There we go. Dirty 20. So, as you page through it, Finch, there are a couple of numbers that keep popping out. At first, it almost looks like they're calculations. Mm -hmm. But you keep seeing the same number over and over in certain spots. And the calculations, if you do, like, you know, some quick and dirty math, do not add up to this number. Huh. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so they find a number that looks like it's worked into things, but if you read through it and actually think about it, it's And do, incorrect. like, you know, do the math correct. Yeah. Well, there's a number here that's not... Well, it's wrong for where <laughs> it's put, I suppose, is the only way I can think of to say it. We can try this number, or I can do the equations and do it correctly and use that number. So let's try this one first. Yeah. I like numbers. So the number is 458386. Okay. So should we put it into the console AO found at the other side of the room first? Yeah, where it was looking for the identification number? Yeah. Yes. Yep. I think he was going to go over and punch it in. Do it. You okay. can fly. As you punch it in, you hit enter. Access granted. Woohoo! And you are given a directory that shows basically the current projects, things that are in this room. Mm -hmm. And there's a number of files that are dated near to the time where Geb was destroyed. Hmm. Well, I guess uh, we're going to start looking through those files. Hell yeah. The recordings? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, we get to watch stuff. So the first is just a, a normal recording of basically the construction of the incubation chamber. There is a scientist that is basically going on about what they are looking to achieve. They are looking to essentially imbue a being with a divine connection. They say that they have access to thanks to the Ether Council, some giant kin cadavers that they are hoping to use this divine magic to sort of resurrect them as a deity. Because based off of the lore that was found across all of these different gods and the pantheons and whatnot, a lot of these people ascend into godhood after death. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm glad we didn't ask them about um, why do you got wires and shit sticking out of you? Because they wouldn't have known. Yep. They died a long yeah. time before those wires happened. That is true. Yeah, that's why Galva was like, let's pivot the questioning here. They might not even know what any of this is about. Exactly. Galva's so smart. So the other thing that they are trying to do is they are trying to potentially grow an organism that if the cadaver fails, that they can incubate long enough to create a sort of demigod. 
which is essentially what those tanks were. The green ones? The green ones, okay. Yes, the green tanks, yes. The green gushy tanks full of uh, liquid. Yes, right. So you actually see the... It's hard to see on, on the video, but it looks like there were creatures in those tanks. We can't tell what type of creatures? Uh, no, not through this footage, no. Neat. As you get closer to D-Day, essentially... Doom Day. It looks like the process... One of the records getting closer to D-Day is... They're recording that someone broke into the facility. And in doing so, they believe they tampered with the project. Hmm. And they're in the process now of trying to figure out not only what was done, but how to pause the project long enough to basically revert the chamber to what it's supposed to be. Oh. Mm -hmm. So whoever broke in made a zombie tank. Well, kind of. there's a couple of things that could be going on here. Uh... You do know that someone was arrested for breaking into the facility. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. We met her. We talked to her. You met her and talked to her. That, that, that skank. You also know that Marzafir and his crew, under the pull of Miracle, were kind of doing some weird things. It could go either way. It's hard mm. to tell. Mm. A few days before the destruction of Geb, there is a, another file. And this one, the researcher on the video appears panicked. He describes how the... Control Tower has picked up some sort of anomaly. Things are going very poorly on Osiris Station. People are becoming sick. People are getting quarantined. And there's something headed for Geb, but they can't figure it out. It's not a meteor. It's not an asteroid. It's not a comet. It's nothing that makes any sort of logical sense. But it's coming. Ooh. And the final footage is corrupted, but... You do get a little bit of video. Someone is making a recording. They're saying something, but the video is a little too garbled for you to actually make any sense of. Like, you can't really lip read. Mm -hmm. But they're urgently recording something. It's likely they're trying to document a, a phenomenon. They're not in the research facility. They're actually on an observation deck somewhere on Osiris Station. And they look, they turn the camera to show Geb which was at one point a very beautiful, verdant world. Mm -hmm. And a massive black cloud or something resembling a cloud crests over the far side of Geb and slowly closes in on the surface. And you start to see, you see the heat as this mass enters the atmosphere of Geb and it crashes into the surface and you see the lines of the tectonic plates start to rupture and break. And this massive, for lack of a better word, amorphous claw crushes Geb in its hand. And for a brief moment, you see what looks to be the silhouette of some type. It looks like the head of a massive smoky dragon. You see the curvature of its long muzzle with these teeth. And it turns to Osiris Station slowly, and you just see what looks to be a tail swing in and slam into the station, and the video cuts out. Woo! All right, that well, happened. Well, right then. Okay. I, uh, well, I really hate this place, don't I? Well, we all do, I think. Yeah. And I think. 
so you're looking at the directory and you see a, a command prompt and slowly text starts to get entered. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh boy. Oh boy. And it says, you know the truth. Now you can never leave. What if we didn't understand what happened? That means we don't know it, right? You think the computer can hear me? Probably not. <laughs> and I think with that, we're going to call it. Dun, so for those of you who have made it this far, thank you for listening in. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Please don't forget to follow us on Twitter for as long as Twitter is a thing, at SlayRights. <laughs> By the time this comes out. I know, but Twitter might not even be a thing. We'll edit it after. Uh, <laughs> please also... Don't forget to rate us, leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, doesn't matter. We'd love to see the reviews. We need, you know, we need them. We want to get better. Please, God. Please, God, let us know how we're doing. Please let us know if you're having fun, because we sure are. And with that, we will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.